Snickers last night. Oh, man. And I, this is my second bag in two days. Really? Yeah, well, I left the last one at your house. Although yeah, I, was, I ate a I bunch. chomping yeah. on them. Yeah. Yeah, they're hard not to eat the whole thing and just mm-hmm. go into, like, total, total like, salt overdose. Bro. Yeah, yeah. One time, uh, so when I was a kid, my dad... Uh, where he, he he was a print he owned a print shop it was it was like a 45 minute drive from our house and he had this really fucking cool pickup truck um just shitty and it smelled like ink and solvents all the time and i loved it i can yeah. still smell it it was the uh-huh. shit so i would love driving out to the shop with him and there was this one time when uh he was he was eating sunflower seeds while driving with like his arm out the window oh man and he was just like spitting the shells out the window and I was just like, "Damn, that's the coolest dude in the whole fucking world." <laughs> and then he let me have a yeah, let me have some sunflower seeds. <laughs> and when we finally got to the shop and got out of the truck, on my side of the car, there was just a, a stream of like wet sunflower seed shells all over the side of the truck. Like I wasn't spinning around was the window hard enough. enough. Yeah, <laughs> fucking dummy. He was. He made fun of me so fucking much that I, like it. It truly crushed me. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't get into like stuff that you can chew and spit, it's, what the fuck are you doing? You're not spit. If you're leaving a trail of spit shells all day somewhere, you're kind of yeah. you're not living your life. You're dude. a fucking pussy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> to that point, I never learned how to spit properly. Like really? not just shells, but like spit like a man. I always make a comb too. Yeah, you're <laughs> <laughs> just like an old porn star. Where it just <laughs> pushes out between your lips. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I'm not bragging. I can hawk a luger. <laughs> I can hawk it longer, dude. I can hawk it up and get like distance and catch it in your mouth. Did you teach yourself that? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, Did yeah. Well, you I, read I, a book or? Well, also, like my dad was a big like guy, yeah. so like he also told me when I was little that they used to like drink milk at lunch and go up and then hawk loogies at the ceiling and they'd hit. And then, like, kind of, like, hand down, and you'd get them crystallized, and you, like, had the right viscosity. Dude, it's like so Crystal was, Cave, dude. He was like, you eat, cho- yeah, it's like Crystal. He's like, you eat chocolate, then you go into the bathroom and spit at the ceiling. So I spent a lot of time in grade school being like, all right, I got to be able to fucking honk Lugers on this. <laughs> honk a Luger, dude. <laughs> Call it a honking a Luger. So, so I'll go in the bathroom, and it's, like, spit up, you know, me and my cousin would do it, and I just, like, for, like... Fourth to eighth, I was spitting at the ceiling every time I went to the bathroom. I was just spitting. Wow, People were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I never. Heard of that. I forgot all about that. I never wow. heard of that. Yeah, man, I used to get like you honk a nice luger at the ceiling, <laughs> let it hang down. <laughs> Dude, imagine having cell phones then recording Whoa. that. Especially like it, you know, at lunchtime, it was a viable option back then to like just drink whole milk. Uh-huh. Be like, all right, I'll take, I'll get a Chick Fil A lunch and <laughs> I'll give, me, give, me my, give me my standard whole milk from Wawa. <laughs> that was the options. It was iced tea, orange juice, yeah. whole milk. They were all terrible. I love them. To this day, I love Best, terrible man. stuff because of how much I love that shit. Yeah, and they were so small that like you could probably get like three good sips out of it and be done. It was done. Yeah. It was, yeah. was like twenty five cents. Yeah, dude, I always hated it. Like on on really hot days or days where like they just had to get rid of milk. They would come around to classrooms with the crate and be like, anybody want to buy some? And like, I never had money. And I was just like, I got to figure out a way to get some fucking milk. <laughs> Dude, they all they also had the fruit punch option. That was like all the kids oh, who had ADD man. also got fruit punch for lunch. <laughs> Damn, I forgot about the fruit. Wow. Fruit punch. That was like bad kid drink. <laughs> My household too. I, did, I would see that like, nah, I'm cool. Take some milk. <laughs> it's a portal to the dark side. <laughs> fruit punch was all for the bad kids. Yeah. It's for turbo kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you drank fruit punch, one of your parents was cheating. <laughs> 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 Trump 
tropical Boku. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude. Sorry. It's like, it's like fucking dirtball gasoline. <laughs> it is a greedy beverage. Yeah. It's like, I can't make up my mind. I'll have all the fruits combined into one beverage. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, when I was in rehab, this one dude that I was in there with, this, this giant punch fountain. <laughs> this gigantic black dude named Dwayne, we were just talking about like what our, um, our rituals were surrounding our addictions. And he was whacked on painkillers, and he's like, he's like, I work a physical labor job, so I would need them. He's like, but how my day would start would be, I would have a um, uh, a quart of Wawa fruit punch on the nightstand from the night before, <laughs> and I would wake up, I would take a few pills, and I wouldn't get out of bed until I finished that quart of fruit punch. Man. It's like, God, like my mouth was watering because of how bad I wanted fruit punch. <laughs> I want fruit punch now. <laughs> you think he was just triggered? It might have been triggering you. He said, come on, let's get some fruit punch. Yeah. Be all right. Damn, I want one so bad right now. I know, man. Is there a, a preferred brand? Don't okay. worry, but actually, we'll we'll track down that fruit punch sponge there. Swiss Farms don't. fruit punch is pretty good. Yeah. We don't get Swiss Farms up my way. Yeah, that's a, Del- that's a Delaware County thing. High C fruit punch, you can't go wrong. Yeah. That's a you know, mainstream classic. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's There are some wholesome fruit punches out there, though. No, thank you. Yeah, fam no. juice or nothing. <laughs> Tahitian treat was delicious. Yeah, that was, that's a carbonated fruit punch, isn't it? No, is, is, is it not carbonated? Gross. I think it's that's for teenagers, dude. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I think it's a fruit punch that's like heavy on pineapple. Maybe uh, okay. Wasn't there a carbonated Gatorade like All Sport or something? All Sport or, or uh, Power? Lame. No, All Sport was a carbonated Gatorade. Yeah. Jesus Genius Christ. idea, dude. <laughs> Gatorade on HGH. Yeah, they're like, why don't athletes drink soda? <laughs> oh, because there's not a, a sports soda out there. It's like, dude, that'd be awesome when you win the Super Bowl, you just get doused in soda. <laughs> it's hurt. It probably hurt. That's probably what happens when you win the X Games. You just dump soda all over you. Last night when we were uh, making the video Patreon episode, I presented Mike with a two liter of Mountain Dew draped over my forearm like a Somalia and called it Green Sinfandel. <laughs> Did yeah, you I, sip? I guzzled, man. It had been a while since I had Mountain Dew, and it just it it, it went down like a fucking like I was jumping off the ninety third floor of the Trade Center on September eleventh. <laughs> like it was going down, fucking dude. We uh we had we had like so Brittany had like a couples game night. Mm-hmm. So we had some people came over some soda, some soda in the house. Oh, it's mm. nice. It was fun, but we had Pepsi, mm. and I was like, I'm dumping the shit down the sink. Like <laughs> you're not drinking this. Cause she would like she'll drink all this sugary shit and then get a stomachache. Yeah, and I have the wherewithal. I had this weird rule when I grew up that like, and I still stick to it to this day. Like if I see someone drinking soda before noon, I get like, what the fuck's wrong with that guy? Yeah, I want to be like, yo, what's up, dude? That's bus stop behavior. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. I don't go for it. I would see people doing that. I remember seeing people do that in my high school, like crap, going, and soda. grabbing like a fucking Coca Cola at seven a.m. and being like, bro. Like, yeah, dude, my mom gave me $2, and I'm not in the house anymore. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I thought it was like something as serious as a drinking age. I'm like, you can't have that right now. <laughs> Kids in our family used to have baby bottles full of soda when we mm. were little. And it's surprise. None of us are successful. Really? You guys are saving? Yeah, we would just, just it would be like uh, kids too big for uh, coaches with their legs like draping over the side with like uh, the move was to like bite the nipple so like the bottle would be hanging out of your mouth and you would just see dead eyed kids just being pushed yeah I've definitely I've in my neighborhood uh, at various stages of my life I've seen baby bottles full of uh, iced tea from from powdered iced tea mix mm. 
Which is another, yeah. That's another violent treat. Yo, dude, did you ever eat icy mix? Yeah, I'm sure I have. No, you know what I liked is when I had to mix it, and you would open it, and the dust would get into your lungs. Yeah, give me iced tea mix in my lungs. Yeah, man. that's what's up. Dude, that's, that's how I want to go. When they execute me, that's how I want to go. Dude, that's iced bestos. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I briefly, very, very briefly, attempted to date a stripper. It was kind of disastrous, but I remember it was like she had a nine-month-old. This is what a horn dog I was. Too. Damn, you rule, dude. I was trying to date a chick with a nine month old and acted like everything was cool. I was just like, this isn't weird. Is it? I remember thinking, like, this is the kid, it was an efficiency. So I would go there and the baby was like right there. How old were you? Fuck, man. I, I was like mid 20s. I was old enough where, like, I brought. So the whole, the whole story really is that I was sitting there and the baby was crying and the lady opened up a McDonald's sweet and sour, dipped a pacifier in it and put it in her baby like nine months old mouth. Whoa, that would work on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was fussy now, you can... Oh, uh, dude, I'm going to dip my bird <laughs> if I'm fucking sweet and sour and just put it in my lady's mouth. Yeah, that, that'll pa- that is the pacifier, dude. That's also bus stop behavior. <laughs> I remember seeing it being like, you can't give her that. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty horrifying, the shit you see. Well, I told that story. We were talking about cultural differences in school. <laughs> I told that in class without realizing that it's weird to say you dated a lady with a nine-month-old. <laughs> like, we were casually hanging out. And my class, I remember, it's all women. They were just like, what the fuck? And like, after I realized what I said, I was like, ah, shit, shit, shit. That's weird. Oh, man, I'm already flagged. Fuck. I made it two weeks, and they were like, freak. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, they can't even see the problem in her story. You're the you were the problem in her story. They're like, oh, I can't believe she dated you. Yeah, Ew. and it's like, what are you doing in uh, uh, an efficiency with a, a a very recent mother of nine? Like that's like to me to be like, I want to have some fun in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> she was I mean, like attaching to her baby, and I'm like, it's fun time for me, <laughs> dude. I, I give her Put a lot that of thing down. Let's fuck. <laughs> that's like where my brain. I remember thinking like. How can I get someone else to watch this baby so we can have sex? <laughs> you got to give her a lot of credit for getting it stripped in shape with a nine-month-old. Dude, dude. Whew, man, yeah, seriously. That's what probably threw me off. She was probably one of those ones where it was like never never showed, never knew she was pregnant, like from TV. Yeah. Like I didn't know I was yeah. pregnant type thing. You just go to take a dump and a baby comes out. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. She's like bring me the sweet and that sauce. Baby was <laughs> a, <laughs> sweet and sour. That baby was in a dumpster at some point and they gave it back. <laughs> The baby's knocked out. They they wake him up with sweet and salts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. I didn't realize that because we've been going to the Pennsylvania hospital, and there really are those little baby depots. What? Wow. Yeah, they got like outside of a hospital. There's like a safe haven where you can have a kit. You can just walk up, no questions asked, and just drop a baby in that basket. And yeah, firemen got tired of that shit. Yeah, oh, just being yeah. the baby collectors. Man. I mean, dude, that's like. So, but yeah, you can. I think it's legal. I'm gonna set up an Etsy shop where I only make wicker baskets specifically for abandoning babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, if one of you guys wants to capitalize, I suggest you start a cloak store because you gotta wear a cloak. <laughs> yeah, when you drop off a baby. True. <laughs> you gotta like be look like you're on like a Led Zeppelin album. Yeah. Fucking walk up, cover a night. Oh yeah, it has like a lantern. <laughs> <laughs> lantern on a big wooden staff. That's a weird. That's you know. That's a weird rule. I mean, I guess you can do it. Obviously, you don't want that person to have. I, it. I would definitely have fun with it and tell them that the baby was magic and protected and stuff like that. And <laughs> run off into the night. Dude, the, I saw that basket. and I was like, "Damn, that's fucking dark." Dude. Was there an attendant there, or can you just like use the honor system to leave it there? I think it's the honor system. Wow, it's like the uh, late return box at Blockbuster. You just open the slot <laughs> and dump the baby. In. People are waiting. Baby, do what it is. Yeah, nah, dude. If you were like the, the like attendant of that, that would be yeah. horrifying to be like, ma'am. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, right there. Yeah. Watch your, like, <laughs> sulk away, like, get 50 yeah. feet yeah. and look back, yeah. and you're like, go ahead, you're good. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's terrible stuff, dude. Oh, it's so grim. I've been researching uh, family, like, systems and, like, family therapy and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, you read about this shit, and it's just like, holy fuck, I'm glad I know about this stuff now. We were talking to my family therapy class, and they were like, well, you know, there's some people who, like, will, like, lock a child in a room to keep them from leaving and going in the parents' room. And I was like, oh, yeah, they did that to my sister. I forgot about, <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> She had, like, an eye hook latch yeah. on the outside of her door. Yeah, that seems pretty normal to me. <laughs> they were, like, they were citing that as, like, you know, that's something people do. And I was, they're, like, problematic behaviors. And I was like, shit, I forgot about that one. Well, what's the difference between that and, like, one of those, you know, the half-height baby net structures that you build around, like, play areas? Remember? You can, do ro- you can rocket league your kid. <laughs> <laughs> you can build hey, like a... you enclose them in a ceramic dome or a, <laughs> you, an acrylic dome. You can build the wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, there was one in like the intro sequence in Rugrats where they cut off the corner of the room with like the extending little mini wall. Right. So what's the difference between that and locking a door? I oh, guess I th- you can't see them. But. I thought you were saying like they make things on kids' bed that are like suicide nets that like they <laughs> can't get out of. I was like, that's fucking tight. Yeah. <laughs> For babies building iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying, yeah, I thought there was like a thing that pops up on the other side of the bed. So no, that'd be sick. Though. They'd have to scale it to like get over. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I might build like an obstacle course for my kid. If my kid's scared of the dark, it'll have to go through like a sizable <laughs> obstacle course to Dude, get down to my room. One thing that that you saying that made me want to tell you is um, one of the scariest days that you'll experience as a parent is the day that your kid is able to get out of the crib, especially if you got like the monitor set up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a loud thump. Yeah, oh. where it's just like you know, like you know, like it's any day now for us. You know, your kids got hurt. Like if you hear a certain thud, but like that when you hear the footstep stud that came from like a three foot drop. Whoa. It's like, all right, well this motherfucker just figured this shit out. Yeah. It must it, on the monitor too. It must look like that girl coming out of the well in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. That seems terrifying actually. What, what's the thing like you're, you're, you're most worried about. SIDS. <laughs> Sid probably. I don't no. think it's real. I, no, no, dude. I know someone who said it out. Oh, I thought you meant Cindy Gantz kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sid's the kids. <laughs> no, I I, uh, I also think for Sid's, you got to be like fucking around. There's a lot of iced tea mix involved yeah. in every yeah. Sid's case. That, a, lot a lot of, of dip whoa. pacifiers, you know. Yeah. You'll, you'll be all right. I do think that. I'm like, you know, they're like, well, you know, we don't want to shame people. But I'm like, I think that's a, a shameable offense. And I think it's definitely a learning moment. But, yeah, that shit freaks me out. I get, like, freaked out where, like, when they're laying there, I'm like, are they suffocating themselves? Can they breathe? Yeah, my wife's still like that. Can they breathe? Yeah, Yeah, it kind of freaks me out. Fritz is sick right now, and she just wants to watch him sleep for eight hours straight. She's like, if he stops breathing, I have to save his life. You're not going to know. Yeah. If you're watching someone sleep, you're going to get hypnotized by them breathing. You're not going to notice them stopping either. You're like, oh, still True. Sleep, still sleep, still sleep. Why well, to watch my neighbor's kid, and they're like, "Well, he's sleeping now, so when he wakes up, just you know, bring him downstairs." And I was like, "I'm downstairs. Like, how the fuck do I know yeah. if this thing's awake?" Yeah. So I would, like creep upstairs, <laughs> peek on him, and be like, "All right, he's good." And they I, let you know. They make noise. Yeah. So yeah, I eventually figured it out. But that's that's kind of that's it. Just well, actually, just like I came in so much, I think he woke up and just looked at me and was like. So it kind of like almost freaked out. Like, who the fuck are you? I was like, come on, come on, we'll hang, we'll hang. Yeah, they get freaked out by fucking any new experience. But that's it. Rolling over and like suffocating them in my bed. I'm like terrified of that too. 
Because <laughs> <We laughs> I'm definitely going to cuddle the baby in my bed. Like, I, I'm, like, not knocking. Like, he's like, oh, don't let your dogs up. I'm like, I'm going to let my dogs up. Yeah. Let the baby up. I just try, I'm going to try not to squash him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I'm terrified of. Damn. I was taking a nap on the floor with Fritz, and we were, like, on this little blanket, and I he, – he was not feeling well, so I was trying to comfort him. And I didn't want to like take, I didn't want to roll over on him. I didn't want to like let him go. And this was, no, this was late. We were definitely trying to comfort him in the middle of the night. And I fell asleep on the floor with him, but like curled up in a ball by his feet or by his legs so that I wouldn't roll over onto him or he wouldn't like cough in my mouth or something like that. And while I was sleeping, I slowly unfurled from like the fetal position and I pushed him across the room in my sleep. <laughs> and he, he woke up like face down five feet away from the blanket in the middle of the night. And I was like, I, I instantly horrified. I thought I was on top of him when I couldn't see him when I woke up. I thought he was flattened like a pancake under me. <laughs> so were, were you like pushing him like one of those circus bears with a ball? Kind of. Yeah. Like I was rolling him as I like unfolded in my sleep. And I oh, just man. like shoved him with my head across the floor. She so was like dog kicked him. So I, yeah, <laughs> like a dog. You just fucking fully <laughs> pretty, stretched out. Pretty much, pretty much. And yeah, waking up and not like looking in front of me, and he wasn't exactly where I thought. It, I I thought he was going to be like paper thin under me. Oh, <laughs> holding like a obviously, sign. Yeah. <laughs> obviously retarded thought. But in those in the first five seconds of being awake, I was like, yeah, this is true. I, I pancaked him, killed him, <laughs> dead. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking terrifying. Yeah, I've been. I have to write this paper on uh, this thing called like Bowen Family Systems, and it's all about this dude way back when studied like the actual. So forget like the individuals, but like the transactions between all the people. And he was saying like in fa- the, like the smallest stable unit is a triangle. So naturally, in f- like a two person relationship typically gets strained because it's like you're just kind of bouncing back and forth between each other's like bullshit basically. Mm-hmm. So you had a third person. Then you can kind of alleviate anxiety by like giving it to that third person or like there's typically like two outs, two insiders and one outsider. And then it fluctuates back and forth between like, like if you're super anxious, you have a kid, you'll start kind of like spending a a ton of time with your kid because then you can kind of get away with like not dealing with your shit with your Mm. wife or husband. Mm. And you can just focus like weirdly on your kid. Then you kind of give all your anxiety to your kid. It's Mm. pretty crazy. I've definitely done that. Oh, it's, it's, it's a natural triangulation is like a natural human pattern. It's pretty crazy. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I did I did that God damn it Tim The only way out of triangulation Is differentiation Where if a per- everyone can become Their own self Then you don't Then the triangles aren't as severe Well that's the goal now Yeah Exactly So it's pretty tight You gotta have everyone differentiate I feel like I've definitely done that With, with uh, negative viewpoints on money Like I can sense it in the kids already Like that's part of the reason Why I'm so excited for Getting my tax refund next week I'm just gonna like cover the bed in it like Demi Moore in a decent proposal and tell my wife to have the kids come wake me up and they'll be like, oh, wow, we do have a lot of money. <laughs> so I to fall out of your pocket all day? Yeah, <laughs> yeah tax returns. I don't think I'll get one, but... A lot of $5 handshakes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude. Start pop-popping your kids. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> Hit them with a five. It's like... <laughs> I'm going to get two sodas on my way to school. That, well, honestly, that's one of the things that annoys me about my kids is like none of them, if you give them money, none of them will like store it in a safe place like... I'll just find, like, if I give one, like, $3, like, I'll find it, like, on a windowsill. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, start taking care of money, you fucking dickhead. Yeah, my kids will do, like, a joke with it. They'll be like, hey, check out this money joke. And then they'll just leave, they'll just drop it out of their hands and let it fall to the floor and walk away from it. <laughs> it's like, dude, 
If I if I found a dollar that no one knew about right now, it would be my the most important object in my life until I spent it. Dude, finding money like you remember specific instances like where you find like ten bucks, where it's just like that was one of the greatest days of my life. Yeah, yeah I came out of a Mexican restaurant and found like seventy five bucks on the ground. That was like, and it was funny too because I was with my wife and I stepped on it first. Uh, so then I got to kind of yeah. yeah, I got to kind of be like. Fuck you. Even though we're about to like spend it somewhere else. One time when I was like 12, I found $20 on the ground at a carnival. Oh, my God. That's man. a 20. Yeah. At 12, too. It was like, holy shit. Between two of the trailers, just in the in the grass. And I was like, this, I was like, it was the most powerful I'd ever felt. Probably to this day, was holding an unaccounted for $20 bill yeah. at 12 yeah, years old. Dude. I was like, dude, I'm, 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 I'm going to finally get out of this town. <laughs> I'm never gonna look back. <laughs> Make sure she got this. It's so fucking funny. One time I was at a friend's house doing a bunch of drugs, and uh, <laughs> I noticed that um, his, he had a cookie jar that was like that was wobbly. So like I decided to like lift it up, and I found like a bunch of cocaine under it. Ooh, yeah. I didn't tell him about it though. So he kept coke in his cookie. Oh, under Underneath the cookie it, jar. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Whose was it? His okay, yeah, and I th- he he actually mentioned this before, but he said like a lot of times like he would just get so fucked up that he would forget he even bought drugs. So damn, I, I never told him that. So he didn't he didn't wonder who took the cocaine no. out of his cookie jar. No. <laughs> <laughs> who me couldn't yeah. be then who? <laughs> Mom stole the cocaine. <laughs> I knew a guy who uh, was shooting coke, and he. Kind of was like, you know, the one day, you know, I was at my mom, same thing. He like would stash drugs here and there. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I found some Coke and I was like, I should get, get I need to get that out of my mom's house. He's like, yeah, then I shot it. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> Passed out. My mom found me. He's like, man, that fucked me up. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, that, that's a, it's got to be a vicious cycle, dude. That's the one thing, thank God, I never got into was like got real hooked yeah. on drugs, mm-hmm. on hard drugs at least. Yeah. Which it's is like. That shit seems just wild, man. Well, um, twice in the past week, I've walked past people shooting heroin with a needle. Yeah. And what the fuck? My first reaction, the the dude that I saw Friday morning, I was dropping my car off at a, you know, a mechanic down the street from my house. I was walking by this dude, and he was like putting the needle into a fucking crusty vein on the front of his shin. Mm. And I wanted to like flip out on him. And I was going, he was sitting under an overpass that goes. So it's a train overpass. Actually, it was right by where that Amtrak crash was in Philly. Year, uh-huh. A couple of years ago, dude, that conductor cracks me up, man. You ever see him? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's his deal? Uh, he he looks like a uh, conductor from a children's program. <laughs> what was his excuse for crashing the train? How's that even happen? I don't. Yeah, how the fuck do you crash a train? I, he was playing with his phone or something. He just uh-huh. let it go too fast because there's like this crazy curve, right? Anyway, right after the curve, the train goes over an overpass and then behind a playground by me. So sitting under that train bridge this dude was just leaning again or he was sitting on like the the metal fucking legs of it and he was shooting fucking heroin and i was going i my instinct was to kick him in the face before he saw me i was going to kick him in the face so he fell into the street Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> like wood <laughs> dude <laughs> Yeah, Chris train Wood crash. Cra- train crasher, dude. That sucks. <laughs> Known train crasher. 
unsuccessful conductor. <laughs> I'm fucking slamming the brakes, dude, and this thing is not slowing down. <laughs> Damn, dude. But I, I don't know. Well, I don't know what they're trying to be. be. Just watch Fast and Furious. And was like, <laughs> oh shit! Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> oh no! That's the thing is, if a plane crashes, the first bump is you're dead. If a plane crashes, right? Yeah. But if a train crashes, there's a little bit of like, whoa, the fuck? Oh god! Oh <laughs> and then no, like, god! Yeah. You're bouncing off of the ceiling and shit. And then you're like, I'm gonna die in a fucking train crash. <laughs> that sucks what so the bad. fuck? I don't even want to be on the train right now. <laughs> I would rather di- die in a train wreck than survive a train wreck because you know, <laughs> if you survive. You're just dealing with the screams of fat ladies who have sprained ankles. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. How yeah? How deadly are train crashes? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. They they don't happen that often. So yeah, what do they pretty much like wobble off? Actually, and fall? so the like I think trains like slightly derail on septus so frequently <laughs> that it skews the statistics. True. It's like no one ever dies. It's like every every train loses a boot with septa. Dude, being all seeing all the people who would be on a train go sideways and fall <laughs> has to be kind of fucking funny. Especially if somebody's like like having a speakerphone conversation. Oh fuck. <laughs> the least injured passenger is the dude who was already breakdancing upside down on the poles. <laughs> Can I have y'all attention, please? Yeah. He's he's the only one right side up at the end. He's like, oh fuck, thank God. <laughs> it's like Jamiroquai. <laughs> There's smell goods crashed everywhere. A train crash smells incredible. Yeah. <laughs> all the fucking muslim oils. <laughs> Everybody gets their money back from whatever they gave them to put in his cup. Yeah, they just put the paper back in your holder. <laughs> Dude, train crashes rule. I like to think I'm unbreakable. <laughs> it's a good way to try it, man. Survive it, yeah. Dude, you know what looks awesome is like when plane crashes aren't too bad and they get the sliding board to come out. The inflatable sliding board. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine. Do that. Like, I would I would definitely put my hands oh, going down. Sure, dude. <laughs> Emergency landing at yeah. sea. <laughs> dude, especially, like, not listening to the flight attendant. Just be like, I'm going. Go yeah. down head first. Yeah, no. Well, you're in international waters at that point. You don't have to listen <laughs> to the flight attendant. <laughs> dude, I, that would be so fun. Also, <laughs> just landing in the ocean and not dying. Yeah. That would be like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Dude, stand on the wings for the news helicopter to fly by. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Fuck, <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm still when I'm flying. I'm terrible. I'm like, it, we're. I'm gonna die. I like come to grips with dying every single time I fly. Oh my god, we hit man. turbulence, and I'm like, all right, well, yeah, this is it. It's fine. Yeah, dude, we we got to start preparing for the worst. So like, anytime like any of us take like uh, transportation, whether it's like fucking flying, fucking trains, like we should wear t-shirts with our podcast name on it. <laughs> True, just for when like we inevitably get interviewed True. by Anderson Cooper. <laughs> True. That's a good idea, actually. All Shat time. digital t-shirts. <laughs> Just one shirt. All like Steve yeah. Jobs. <laughs> pretty tight. Have your whole family wear it. <laughs> and if you do die, you'll be wearing your dog's tags. <laughs> yeah, so you identify the podcast you listen to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're playing too much, buddy. <laughs> Dude. Have you ever been on a plane that like you were convinced was going down? Every single one. Yeah. Every single Well, no. There was the well, last time we were flying in the rain. I never flew in the rain before. So that was like I was looking out the window, and it literally, when you're flying in rain, mm-hmm. it looks like the Star Wars hyperspeed, uh, where the raindrops become lines going yeah. backwards. Yeah. And it's, I was just like, "We're fucking dead." It's funny you mentioned a lot of flying rain. There at was, 
I, I saw that, a tweet recently, but there was a um, a guy was talking about uh, hitting turbulence in a storm like that, and he says one of the most soothing aspects was a dad was like likening it to a Star Wars battle, and that's the way he kept his son calm by pretending like they were in the midst of a Star Wars battle. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great to still die yeah how fucking cool would you yeah. feel if you were that kid that would be pretty tight if i'd heard that i would have started stormtrooping I'd walk around like, <laughs> that would be fun if people yeah. were all if the plane was going yeah. down like all right let's just pretend we're on star wars yeah it's like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> that'd be going down being with a whole group of people who think they're about to die it was probably yeah. exhilarating dude if everybody did that like on a terrorist like uh, commandeered flight just start acting like Star Wars characters <laughs> the, the kid's brave mom is like crying and pretending to be C-3PO <laughs> even the terrorist get on board with it I'm Akbar too <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it has to be awesome on some level to be a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you up to? Just be, like, destroying everything, dude. Well, dude, uh, fucking what it, shit up. The main, uh, Muhammad Atta, the the main 9-11 guy, they said the night before uh, September 11th, he went to Pizza Hut by himself. Did he really? Yeah. That's awesome. I know. <laughs> rules, man. Pilots hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Pilots hate this guy. Dude, that's actually like a ringing endorsement for Pizza Hut. It's like the guy knows when his last day is going to be. It's just like, I'm, I'm going for a stuffed crust. <laughs> I'm making it great. Dude, imagine eating at Pizza Hut knowing you're about to die for your country the next day. That's a fucking yeah. meal, dude. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Also, imagine being a terrorist over there and like you get your assignment, you come here and discover Pizza Hut, and you're like, you must be conflicted, being like, this is really yeah. fucking good. You don't yeah. know anything about nutritional guidelines. Yeah. You're like, oh, they can have this every day? Dude, the day of, he's calling back to HQ. He's like, I missed my flight. Oh, I'll get the next one. <laughs> he just gets an extra pizza trip out of it. He asks his clerk, he's like, uh, yeah, instead of 72 virgins, can I get 72 breadsticks? <laughs> I wonder how many assets Al-Qaeda loses to like Auntie Annie's, Pizza Hut, well, Sbarro. They, they actually taught Al-Qaeda how to read English using the Book It program at Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting like Ninja Turtles VHS tapes. <laughs> That's got to blow your mind if you live in like a sheep herding community. Like you got to fuck America up and they come here and they're like, kind of rules. See girls in spandex and they're like, damn. <laughs> Fat butts and pepperoni. <laughs> the boners must be on. That must be how you find the spies, dude. They must be chubbed. <laughs> 24 <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I used to work with a uh, with a teacher who was um he he was used to be an army officer. Um not the not the brightest guy because he claimed that the reason why um most Middle Eastern terrorists hated Americans is because we had access to blondes. Agree. Okay, so they're they're jealous of blondes. That's where. Well, they said that the reason why they hated America was because um, it was sexually. It was a sexually based hatred, and they're more, all incels. Oh yeah, really. <laughs> That's all it is. But yeah, but mainly because like they only had access to a very specific kind of women, whereas like we had access to whatever we wanted. Who was who like was I said, he wasn't very intelligent. I don't know. I mean, I'd buy it. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, even even that would still add up into the thing if you're like just like. 
hating on a place, you mm-hmm. if people are getting like all kinds of a variety of pussy, you'd be yeah. like, sucks. Yeah, everyone kind of United States like of Chad, dude. Everyone kind of looks at like my yeah. cousin is like, this sucks. It's like, dude, they got Pizza Hut and Pussy Hut. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Okay, I got it. I buy his theory. <laughs> it's also a sick theory. He was like, well, we have fucking way different types of pussy here. So of course, <laughs> it's like definitely they're definitely like pissed that we like took their oil and fucking destabilized. <laughs> Land of the free, home of the gape. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we also fucking completely helped. There were, like, people chilling there, and we just were, like, founded a Jewish nation, and we are like, here you go. And they were probably like, what the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> not this kind of pussy. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, it's not It's not even being against Jews. It's like they just carved and they just, like, pushed people out and made Israel. And then they're like, here's this weird thing that's – if they did that to you, like, if they, like, pushed your house – and like put like whoever there, you'd be like, what the fuck? So you agree with lobbing cheaply made rockets into <laughs> Jerusalem? No, but imagine if like you, like, so if you bought a house, dude. imagine if like, cause that was like their system was like, they had like, you know, not a bank really maybe, but like they had some sort of official transaction to like buy a spot or like occupy a place. And then like an external force comes in and is like, yeah, your transaction is actually void because we're going to, you go over there. We're actually going to put stuff here. Yeah, it's like moving your mistress into your finished basement. And when your wife complains, you're like, whoa, what? You want, you don't want the extra $400 a month? Okay. I guess we don't need $400 a month then. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, like I, said, I have I'm no dog in the, good. I have no dog in the Middle Eastern fight, but it's like, <laughs> that must be wild. That was uh, the whole, I think Israel was what made me. The first, like when I was first finding out about like politics as a kid, the Israel thing confused me. I was like, well, if everyone disagrees on everything, this seems like a weird thing to agree on. The way that they're like, everyone's like, they don't know. No, no, I don't know. Of the two parties, they don't agree on anything, but they're like, we got to quickly get as much money over to Israel as we can. It's a mystery to me, dude. They have one of the best nation-based songs. Remember from church, that song, Oh, come, oh, come, oh, Israel. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely, dude. Oh no! Oh, come on, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on over there, dude. They're, they're, fucking, they're fighting. Still, I mean, the Holy Land's got to be tight. <laughs> if only have. you could smoke weed about it. <laughs> yeah, dude. That that uh, that's got to be wild, dude. Yeah, the fact that we like organized Jews, we're like. All right, there you go. Yeah. Into like the Middle East. We turn them into Tamagotchis. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried to read about that so many times, and I just every time I'm like, that's ah, too confusing. It's crazy, right? Okay, cool. I mean, I I'm willing to chalk it up to just me being a fucking retard, but I can't I can't wrap my head around it. I would love for someone to sit me down and explain like, here's exactly the history of it. Here's what happened. Because I did read somewhere that there was there was a Christian sect at some point that got it in their heads that if we were to replicate the Holy Land. In the exact way it was during the time of Jesus, then it would make Jesus more likely to come back, and then therefore we would need a bunch of Jews uh, in yeah. Jerusalem. It's like a trap. <laughs> it's like a mouse trap. Just put a piece of cheese there for Jesus. This is this is why uh, moms don't change their teenagers' bedrooms when they die. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's got to be set up just how he likes it if he's going to come back. <laughs> they just dra- the Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the Arabians are like, holy fuck. Like, I thought they were st- Did you say Jurassic Park? 
I don't know why. I've been making fun wow, of Jewish people so, wait, so hard lately. <laughs> it's in the air right now. It's air. <laughs> well, it's also, there's so much funny shit. Like, I don't know anything about Judaism, but, like, there's, like, the secret vacation. Cracks me up. How you can just go. You just go. You just go to Israel for free. I'm like, how the fuck does that work, dude? Like, there's nothing. It should be at least for Irish. You should be able to, like, go to Six Flags once. Where you're like, like, hey, like, come on, man. Let me in. Yeah, if you're Irish, you have to go to Wildwood six times a year. <laughs> just run around the boardwalk in a circle. <laughs> Make the pilgrimage to Mecca. <laughs> I actually think that's uh, Irish weekend at fucking. <laughs> I do get weird. Anyone who's super into their like uh, ethnicity weirds me out on some level. For, oh, Americans, I have family members sure. who are like Notre Dame. Yes, when Notre Dame wins, yeah. they're pumped because they're Irish, and they'll be like, "Yo!" And dude. that's the name of the football team. Exactly, dude. It's so. it's <laughs> it's not even like that's an Irish thing. It's just <laughs> named Irish. <laughs> yes, that's me somehow. Oh my god. Yeah, if I if I lived in a European country, I would stab someone for a football team. But I live in America. Yeah, so. I'm in a melting pot, dude. Yeah, we we're a product of the fucking pot for sure. But it also too, it's a weird. Uh, it's a weird part of people's identities. People are uncomfortable with now because apparently it's like there's benefits to be had. The more they've done research, where like the more ethnic pride a person has in themselves, the the more like. Your senses of well-being, typically. You have better well-being. You have better memes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Italian. Deal with it. Because <laughs> we had to do a, an article one time in school, and they had, like, they studied amongst, they, they would say, like, within African Americans, whoever has higher ethnic pride tends to have less anxiety. Hmm. I remember being like, all right. I was like, and I, I was asking, like, does that translate, though? Like, if I'm... Because I remember asking the class, I'm like, if I'm super stoked on being white, and they're like, that's not what it's about. <laughs> like, this is a weird thing to research. And that's a whole part of people's identity that, like, some people, like, that's, like, their guiding force all day, every day. And for some people, it's just, like, you know, an afterthought yeah. where they're just kind of like, yeah. I'm, I almost feel empowered to be white. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I, like, brought that in the equation. People got very angry in class. And I was yeah. like, dude, it's a fair question, bro. Why are we studying people's, how pumped they are on their ethnicity? Yeah, that's a question I have never thought about. It's dude, it's out there, dude. Yeah. That's like when you do like in they do like a biopsychosocial spiritual assessment. The fifth thing should be ethnic, where it's like, how pumped are you to be fucking how Polish? Sick is it being white, dude? How sick is it to be Polish? <laughs> <laughs> Something I never do. There's some people who get like real fucking into that. Yeah. They're like a German guy will eat a sausage and be like, this is so important right now. Yeah. I, yeah. It's just <laughs> so fucking specific to what I need people, right now. I know people that had their kids learn like Irish, like step dancing. Oh my God. My sister like, did. This is yeah. pretty, this is culturally important. I, you know, we're not going to forget our moms. <laughs> my sister did it. It was funny because she quit. My mom was like, fuck. I did it. You they did, did, you did Irish Catholic step? school. Yeah. How they, was they, it? They came into our classroom and taught us. How we, dude, I feel like I'd be pretty good at it. I was a little bit. Busty for it, to be honest. <laughs> oh, dude. You don't want to be hopping dude. around with that kind of tit. Oh, you, need God, you need a famine frame, dude. To fucking dude. do that shit. Dude, Irish dancing is like tit twerking. <laughs> it might nightmare. be the most ignored form of dancing that exists. <laughs> it is not dancing. <laughs> it's foosball dude. dancing, dude. It's just your tap arms dancing. Are flat at your, sides. <laughs> You're only engaging your ankles. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's like it's like, it's like how I imagine what orderlies do when they fucking have to attend to like quadriplegics and they're like, "Hey, yo, watch this." And they're just <laughs> making his legs jump. 
<laughs> I might get in. I might get back in Irish step dancing. Dude, I, I just bust that out. At I mean, if you have You'll any questions, dude, I'm a fucking seasoned vet. Really? Yeah. I want. I've always wanted to become the new Michael Flatley, <laughs> Lord of the Dance, dude. That dude, fucking rules. Imagine, Imagine, imagine doing Irish dance for like ten thousand people and just getting off and getting your dick sucked. <laughs> it's so great that a white dude calls himself the Lord of the Dance. <laughs> yeah, all right. Like we. <laughs> It's crazy that that dude became world famous for Irish dancing before the internet. Like there, there yeah. was the video tapes, dude. It was just straight tapes. So weird. He just had to go on QVC and that fucking was, shake it. That, that was the that was the white people and one. <laughs> oh shit! He jumped. He jumped and kicked his leg. I, we got to get into. We got to start an Irish type troop. Dude. Oh my god, dude. I can. I'll fuck around and do it in my house every now and again. It's so fun. <laughs> no, like, I, do, I do it to Brittany all the time. Yeah. I'll start Irish stepping, dude. I'll Irish stomp the yard on her every now and again. <laughs> but it's just like two taps and then it jump up when you pull your leg up. It's so it looks so ridiculous. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have your shoulders completely locked. Yeah. Do not let your hands leave your thighs, mm-hmm. and it's just like violent hopping and stepping. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you get caught in the crossfire of an Irish step dance, you're getting your shins are getting obliterated. It's over. <laughs> what do you think started Irish step dancing? I've heard the theory is that when they were occupied by England, they weren't supposed to be seen having fun. Uh-huh. So they would put their hands at their side and sit inside, and they would secretly do like these weird jump skip dances. They'd be standing behind the bar just bobbing up and down. <laughs> yeah, literally, but yeah. I'd be dancing under there. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking drink it, dude. Relax. <laughs> so if someone looked in at a window, piece. if someone looked at a window, you would just be sitting there, and every now and again, a guy would kind of pop up in the air and come down. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> You're looking back like, fuck you, dude. I'm killing it in the air. <laughs> you only see my feet, dude. Yeah. My fucking heel just touched my knee, and you don't even know about it. <laughs> like one really sweet English guard's like, all right, just don't move your upper bodies. <laughs> Imagine the English were watching you and you're just fucking doing foot shit and dicks watching you. are like, what's up, baby? <laughs> Imagine as a culture having the most drinking and the least dancing ability. That sucks. How does that line up? That sucks. A lot of white rappers are Irish, though. Mm, yeah, it's a good you point. Do the genealogy well, on Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. I believe Eminem. Eminem Mathers is an Irish last yep. name. Uh, uh, the dude who died recently. Fuck, what's the guy who was dating Ariana Grande? Mac Miller. Oh, yeah, yeah. Irish dude. Everlast is... Uh, Everlast, oh, Irish God, dude. Yeah, Irish, right? yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my bad. Dude, I love how like their video is just like people getting shocked. She's <laughs> like, yes, this rules. This is my life. Do dude. you know what I listened to yesterday uh, or Friday? Uh, remember Chuggo? What did no, he do? Ah, come on, fucking guy. And it's just oh, like a five minute rap about shit that bothers him. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. That's pretty You don't tight. know about Chuggo. Never heard of Chuggo, dude. I, I'm close to shutting down the cast right now to show you guys. Wow. Let's peep Chuggo. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Damn, R.I.P. Chuggo. <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> uh, he should be. He probably He's gotta is. Be. You can't live like that and not be dead. Dude, I, I've been getting into uh, <laughs> like watching white rappers age. Mm-hmm. It's just, they gotta, I don't know, I think you just gotta like go into hiding or something. Yeah. So they look real fucking weird. 
Maybe it's just because of the style that they try to keep. It That's what I'm saying. It makes them look advanced. Oh, they, so they're not actually aging faster. They just, no. like, oh, okay. No, yeah, they yeah, just, yeah. like, try to hold it down. It's like you have to pawwow out and put on suits all <laughs> yeah. day long. They are successful white rappers, three-piece suit. Physically, they end up looking like the guy from Men in Black that's like, where's a cat? <laughs> <laughs> it means worlds, <laughs> Well, I, I watched something recently. On, it was, like, the NPR Tiny Desk concert of Run the Jewels. And that's, wait, is that the Yeah, yeah Run yeah. the Jewels. And that's a white guy. He's like old, a little older, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, that's. I would just feel so silly being like a 45, 50 year old white dude rapping. They're living older and feel, older, dude. Yeah, I would just feel like people are like, dude, just stop, man. Too yeah. old to do this. Well, yeah, that's that's why they look so old is because they used to die off younger. True. And now with global warming, they're living long, they're living <laughs> unnaturally long lives, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's jarring. Opiates too. It's got the ones that they don't kill only make stronger. True. It's like the Toxic Avenger. It's like the Toxic Wigger. <laughs> I was going to say, opioids are for Wigger vitamins. <laughs> Dude, isn't there a documentary right now on Netflix called The Pharmacist? Mm-hmm. I heard there's a documentary. Oh, about pretty, the opioid about, problem? Yeah, the guy who's, I think his son died in like some weird opiate deal, and then he was a pharmacist, so then he had to keep filling these prescriptions. He would like watch a girl come in with like a 90-pound girl. Mm. getting like the amount of oxys that would just he's like this would kill her if she took all these in a month mm. yeah my uh yeah but I, he he launched people. like he he like basically went like he went rogue and started like he was one of one of the first people that like found like the pill farms yeah i i know i knew people who doctor shopped and yeah. it was just like every week it was a new doctor a different doctor and you know oh it's my first visit about so and so and that's how Corey Haim died i found out I'm really excited about this Corey Feldman documentary coming out next month. Yeah. Corey Haim died. Apparently, he had like a thousand, I don't know, oxys on him or something like that. Oh, wow. he'd, he'd just been doctor shopping week to week. I think it, it might be harder now, but you still see it on like TV and shit. I know it's at least harder on PA because like I was doing that for a while because, oh dude, I was getting like 120 a month from the guy who did my back surgery. But then like after I went through them, like I would like I I would go to like the ER like every month. Mm-hmm. And like the one time, like most of the time they'd be like, nah, whatever it was I was complaining about, we're not giving it to you. But like one time I got him for a, uh, an ingrown toenail. Ooh. And I was just like, yes, this will last me for a night, but this is going to be a fucking killer Friday night. But looking back, it's just like, Jesus Christ, man. You see a guy that looks like me come in for an ingrown toenail, be like, you got to be a man. Yeah. yeah. You got to be a big boy and take your Advil. Yeah, I remember when I was thugging it when I was like 19, I got into like selling subs and all that stuff. Yeah. And like, I remember we had a guy, I don't, dude, any, for every pill dealer I ever met gets busted immediately. They get busted so fucking fast because all the shit's tracked. Mm, it's yeah. like, they're going to like, if, if there's just a bunch of, if like a pharmacy starts writing a ton of pills, you're eventually going to, I had a guy who would get, he would get the jars from a pharmacy somehow of, I think they had a thousand, um, Vicodin in them per jar, and he would be like, "How many jars do you want?" He would get like three of them. Wow, He'd get like three thousand Vicodin. You could just he would just get he had them on tap where you get three thousand Vicodin. Jesus, I've never crushing Brookhaven. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys that I just never get painkillers, right? Yeah, I've like I've so. borderline begged doctors for painkillers, and they're like, "Ibuprofen eight hundred, it'll it'll be fine." I'm just like, "Oh, oh God damn it!" And I I know it's because they see my see the my zip. zip code. Yeah, Dude, yeah. next time you go, I'll give you my ID. <laughs> Dude, they like forced them on me. I'll, I went oh there. God. I went for like a, a sore throat one time, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna give you some Percocets," and I was like, "No, I don't want those." Insane. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I think I'm shadow banned from painkillers. 
Dude, one time I OD'd on children's painkillers. And then <laughs> when I got to the ER, the guy's like, why are you taking these? I was like, because I, I need, have a tooth that needs to be pulled, but I don't have dental insurance. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll write you a prescription for them. So he wrote me a prescription for 10 oxycodone. Man. And of course I took him because I'm a degenerate, but it's just like, Jesus Christ, man, I almost died because of this. Yeah, they're wicked, man. I'm, I didn't know what the, f- I didn't know what they were. My friend, when I was like 19, I got my wisdom teeth out. Mm-hmm. My friend who was already had been doing pills was like, yo, he's like, go see if they'll give you Percocets. And then if they do, I'll buy them off you for 200 bucks. So I remember being like, all right, I make 60 bucks a day. Yeah. I was like 200 bucks. It will be a sweet come up. Yeah. So I go and I, I never really, I don't really like taking like Tylenol or anything like that, especially not like Percocet. So I remember I got my, I got, they ended up, it's funny because I came out of my wisdom teeth and I was like, you know, you're all fucked up. Yeah. So they were like, we're going to give you ibuprofen. And I was like, I need Percocets. And they were yeah. like, what? And I was like, I, I can't have, I need Percocets. And they were like, we'll give you Vicodin. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they just were like, okay. And they just yeah. gave me, they like, I like haggled while in a semi-conscious state. Mm. And um, I remember I sold them to him. I had no idea what the fuck they were. I never took them. Yeah. And he was like, yo, can you get more of those? And I was yeah. like, I think I can. Hold on. Let me go ask somebody. And I was in, I was drinking at this bar in West Philly and I asked the bartender and I was like, can you get like Percocets or anything? He's like, I can get you Oxycontin. And I was like, they sound good. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know what the fuck Oxycontins were. People were like, oh, people were, I'm like, man, people love these things. Yeah. I was selling people, <laughs> making all kinds of money. I was like, man, people love Oxycontin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just I never took one. You're like yeah. an, the old board member that's like <laughs> making a billion dollars on Pokemon cards. Like, I don't know. The kids love them. <laughs> Well, this dude would just get me, literally, he would get me jugs of fucking Vicodin, or he's like, I can get you Oxycontins, too. And I'd be like, call these guys. I'm like, do you guys like Oxycontins? Like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll get you guys some. And then I, I watched people fall apart and was like, mm-hmm. oh, these are like, I didn't, at the time, I had no idea I was literally selling people heroin or, you know, something very yeah. chemically similar. Oh, that, that, that gets back to what I was saying, though. I When I saw this dude fucking spiking his shin under the railroad, <sighs> I, I was, my, my instinct was to get... Before he could see me, I was going to kick him in the head as hard as I could. Because, I mean, like, he was a block away from the house that my kids live in. Yeah. And then I, I caught myself. I was like, well, I, he's got a problem. Plus, but then it's like, I don't feel bad for him. But then it's like, you do. And it's like, I, I don't yeah. know how to, where do, where do I, where do I get off the feelings gravitron? Where do I settle on on this issue? Dude, he actually would have helped him because he went to the ER with a kicked head. <laughs> he's coming up. Got, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. yeah it's a, I think that's kind of what, like, they do this buzz around and wait for someone to beat them up and they're like, all right, back yeah. to the yard. But yeah, I don't know because it's like that would piss me off and it's like you can be like, oh man, you know, it sucks. This guy, is, so there's something wrong with him but there's still the imminent danger of leaving needles out, all that mm. other stuff. Yeah. yeah, And like when you're dealing with drug addicts a lot of the times when they're in that state of being addicted actively to a drug, it's like, you'll be like, hey, you got to move and they just like don't listen. That would just inherently piss me off of being mm. like, Dude, yeah. you can't have fucking needles around. Like, you can't have this shit around here. I I go in com- in confrontations with uh, junkies and stuff. I go zombie rules. I know that a scratch or a bite's gonna turn me. True. So I I'm like very very cautious. Swift also. kick, yeah. Yeah, like like a push kick to the belly and the other direction. Especially especially after I I tussled with that one dude. I know I don't want to be cl- I don't want to be within biting distance ever again. You might need a cloak too. <laughs> so what'd you do did you say anything to the guy or just let him kind of live his life i just kept walking i didn't know what to do yeah i also didn't want to start doing something and then escalate like get really angry yeah and then i also didn't want him to just like pull a needle out of his leg yeah. and just throw it in my direction just yeah like, i don't want to get a blow dart in the neck <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the, the thing that would be safe with that is i don't think they're going to waste 
but yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I knew a dude who was like shooting heroin and shit, and he when he was fucked up like that, like he would talk about like trying to shoot people and shit. Like some of those dudes get high on that shit and they're just like wild. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's not like I was gonna say anything that would do anything. You just yeah. have to like deal with it. Well, I mean, what if you nicely asked him, like, "Hey, dude, could you not do that right here?" Yeah. Would you mind um going somewhere else to kill yourself, please? Yeah. Also, I don't know why, I mean, this is kind of a, a pointless complaint, but it's like, at least take your trash with you. When I walk, oh see needles and shit, I'm just like, well, f- it bothers the shit out of me. I don't want to be, I don't want to like have a, I don't want to like nicely ask though. I want to start like screaming instantly. Yeah. I mean, that that could be, and I think people have kind of started in that area of like seeing people doing that shit and just like hitting them with like, just being like, cause then like there's the public health shit with people shitting everywhere. Yeah. Hepatitis. And then the needles. And it's like, it does come to a point where it's like, cause it, you know, from like a, when you get those organizations that help like the prevention stuff, it's like, you know, they can be like, Hey, come here. But like, if you're living there and like, you're worried about poking yourself with a needle or your kid, you're like, dude, fuck the, I'm going to knock this dude the fuck out. Yeah. He was also, he was just far enough away from my house that I was like, if I ask this dude to move, he might, there's a chance he'll get closer to my house. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. That's a tough, that's a, quite the pickle. Yeah. I don't know. Super, keeping a super soaker on you would be tight. <laughs> Are you legally allowed to wet somebody? As long as it's not bodily fluid. That's a, that's assault. Like if you spit on someone, that could be considered assault. But with a super soaker, that's a goof. It's, it's goofing. Got to go up to assault. What level of the super soaker does it become assault? Like the XP <laughs> like five thousand. Yeah, like, right. super, <laughs> super soaker one hundred. That's that's kid stuff. You get you get three pumps. Yeah. Then it's aggravated soaking. <laughs> you got the du- <laughs> you got the double tanks on your back. <laughs> oh, dude. Yes. Oh my god, man. You can get you can suicide by a cop with a double tank <laughs> super soaker. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> I don't want to get fucking wet. <laughs> it's cold out. <laughs> you get labeled a school soaker. <laughs> He's always wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> that would be a way friendlier thing to do. If they put that in place where if you get so upset with bullying, you get to soak to school. And then like they, t- they, they cool you out for like a month and everyone gets to reflect like, yeah, we do fuck with that guy a lot. Dude. He could have killed us. He soaked us. Let's let them back. That's a, not a bad idea. They're, they're the they're the uh, soakers. they're the paladins of it. Uh, they're the opposites of incels, dude. They fuck too much. They're living too loose. They feel it too good, dude. That's how terrorists should get back in our good graces. It's just tease us with them instead. Just be like, just walk up yelling Allah Akbar and just unload with fucking water balloons. Dude, my dad was telling the story. We took fucking, we did a trip and uh, we went to the Poconos. And I remember I was young. He was always makes fun of me for this because I was like 15 and I didn't get to stay home with my brothers because I was like 15. You stay home when your family goes on a trip. You can drink like as much beer as you want. It's just so fun. Mm-hmm. And he denied me that experience. And I was like, fuck, I hate my family. My fucking family sucks. And we went on a uh, like a white road of rafting kind of thing where there was like other families and there was like a corporate outing. So people were like splashing each other. People like water guns and stuff. And there was this Korean, my dad was telling me this today. I forgot all about it. There was a Korean family behind us and you know, everyone splashed each other. They splashed us a little bit. My dad's like, he's still completely socially unaware of stuff. He's like, you know, so I got under the water and I fucking peeked out at him like Godzilla. <laughs> he was like, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know you couldn't do that back then. <laughs> he was telling a story today. I was like, God damn it. That's so funny that my dad will tell like a story about Godzilla and just not think anything of it. And not like oh in God. his head for people to be like, oh, dude, you can't, you can't, Godzilla, you can't say you're Godzilla. <laughs> On a fucking green family. Yeah, your dad's a school soaker. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, that would be... You could school soak 
<laughs> and like if you're thinking, like, like if you're thinking about school shooting, just <laughs> buy a super soaking, soaker. Yeah, it's dude. just as satisfying. Yeah, and you don't have all the shit of like being a murderer and people killing you. And then and then you could end the whole thing with a self-inflicted fun shot wound. Oh, <laughs> dude! If you turn around, just blast. <laughs> God damn it, dude! <laughs> That would and dude, honestly too, if you could train, you could do drills where like all the chads could like go to their lockers and then everyone hose each other down. That would break so much tension. Everyone oh would have my so much fun. God, dude, that yeah. should be the new thing, dude. If you yeah. were getting bullied, you could come in, soak the class. Yeah. Then everyone's like, all right, we this guy's yeah. at his fucking limit. Yeah. Plus, dude, if you're an incel and you're wearing like Matrix clothes, like no one thinks that's fucking cool. I know you yeah. think like you're doing the coolest fucking thing in the world, but you're digging the hole deeper. If you were to show up. In fucking pool attire and blast people with a super soaker, at least one girl would be like, oh, man, I got to give this dude a shot. Something, dude. Yeah. Something. That is, I mean, you have to think about what is going on psychologically to, like, do Matrix clothes. Because it's that's, they don't, I don't think they're taking pleasure in that. I think they're just being like, fuck it. Well, they just assume, like, dude, the Matrix is, like, about this, like, look how smart they were. They were, like, programmers with karate. That's, that's what pinnacle humans are. They're like, I gotta, I have to, you gotta dress for the job you want, dude. It's also funny. You're the karate hacker. It's funny to think of people being like, all these idiots, they're in society, yeah. they're so done. You're just a yeah. dude walking around a weird coat. Ever. It's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I can't believe I have to walk around with these fucking idiots who don't appreciate my intelligence all day. You're wearing fucking Heelys. <laughs> dude, imagine school shooting in Heelys. Ooh, that would be nice, dude. Doing like a quick sir, a spin around. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man, that would be. I might soak up a school tomorrow. <laughs> I might soak. I might soak my old grade school. Sus- suspect is armed and extremely mobile. <laughs> they have to call instead of a SWAT team. They have to call in lifeguards. <laughs> He's barricaded himself with water balloons. <laughs> Eric Harris and Wheeling Klebold. <laughs> God, that would be. They need to adopt that. That would be a good pressure release valve. Yeah, I watch kids get bullied all the time, but it would do it would turn into super soaker fights every day. Man, maybe that's not. That's why they can't do it. But if you did it, you're taking a month's suspension. So it's like if you're gonna super like that way, you can't do it every day, all day. There, yeah, yeah, there has to be repercussions. But it should be like a hockey fight where you have to let it play out first before you penalize anybody. You got to see who <laughs> you got to see who they're soaking. That way, you can start being like figuring out who the bullies are. Yeah. Oh. That would be cool too of their bullying system where like if you're getting bullied you can fucking sticker like your bully boom on his back. But that's a bully move so yeah. it's like kind of hard to teach. Yeah, what if a bunch of bullies put all their stickers on some fucking dork? Yeah, that's true. That's the thing with bullies, they're crafty. <laughs> <laughs> Were you you I don't see you ever being bullied. Were you ever a bully? I, well, I got bullied mercilessly by my older brothers. Doesn't count. True. Does not count. I got bullied in the first grade, and my parents. I like went home and cried to my parents, and like you have to punch this kid in the face. Yeah, and I punched him in the face, and I never got bullied again. Good. And then I That's became, cool. a, I became kind of a, a pretty ruthless bully. I feel badly about it. <laughs> I mean, I really don't, but <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think about it sometimes. I'm like, damn, man, that was fucked up. I didn't have any like, uh, see, like I, I've been open about it. We were all. It was like a terrorist proving Garen. It was like how Dagestan is like where all the UFC fighters grow up, <laughs> yeah, just like yeah. living in rocks and kicking fucking bears and shit. Yeah, that was what it was like, you know, shit talking wise here. But there was a uh, one time. Actually, no, this is pretty common in my neighborhood. If an older kid started bullying a younger kid, 
and there wasn't a an age compatible older brother like there was like this network of like finding like all right who we allied with closely enough that we could borrow someone a kid that age to counter bully the bully yeah true yeah it was fucking sick that's really fun too. it was very game of thrones doing like point them out stuff and being like hearing someone you know is getting bullied and be like oh i get to go off on somebody that's gonna be awesome yeah it's it was like uh checkmate in three moves like you just topple the king like yeah it's game over also, there's probably nothing more satisfying than seeing a bully repent, being like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember it being like that intense. It was almost just like, yeah, it, it was like a chessboard. Like this kid was here, he looked in this direction. This kid recognized the look. He disengaged from a third target, and it's like, yeah, it was very anticlimactic. Well, ours was more of like a like a rite of initiation thing, where like the so my cousin, my brothers are four years older than me, so they just like would just beat the fuck out of us and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then my cousin was two years older than me, so him and all of his friends would just literally just find us at recess and, like, wedgie us, beat us up, <laughs> just beat the fuck out of us. And then they started, like, making us fight the nerd. They made us uh. bully the nerds in their class. So I remember, like, one guy had me and my cousin, like, fight a nerd when we were, like... Oh, actually, man. we were in... They were in eighth, and we were in fifth grade. No, no, yeah, it was eighth and sixth. I forget what it was. And they, like, peer pressured us into, like, just beating this kid up. That's brutal. And he was big enough where he was putting up like a decent fight. They were just like, "This oh, is man, that rules." Yeah, it was kind of funny. We had two, <laughs> two on one, just for no reason, fought this like eighth grade nerd when we were in sixth grade. It was so mean, but we were just put up to it. Yeah, I know. And the eighth graders leave, and you're like, "Okay, well, I gotta beat the fuck out of somebody now." <laughs> Dude, I, I got wedged onto a hook by an eighth grader oh, when awesome. I was in fifth grade. Damn. Yeah, I. F- he that that kid's still one of my on sites. Although, like with his name, like he's probably somebody who's Steve. dead by now. Uh, Ray Klein. Oh, that's a dead guy name. Yeah. If I ever heard one. Yeah. yeah. It's like a dead uh, fucking small plane crash name. <laughs> he hung you from a... Yeah. We were in my buddy, another dead guy named uh, Kenny Wright. <laughs> we were in Kenny Wright's basement. There's no one alive named Kenny right now, yeah. by the way. <laughs> and I knew something was afoot because yeah, Kenny was acting weird and I didn't see Ray. Then all of a sudden, like... It's premeditated. I, yeah. It was premeditated wed- wed- wedging. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I'm on the witness stand right now. I'm going <laughs> to point him out. This is an on-site wedge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Ray, Ray picked me up by the back of my pants, and then he isolated my underwear and then put me onto a hook, and it wasn't strong enough to, to maintain me, but he got the underwear up to the hook. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my brother's top bunks me. They wedged me <laughs> off a of top bunk, and you just, like, flip out of your underwear and fall. It's, fucking, it's really embarrassing. Damn. I got, I got uh, my brother and his one boy... Uh, where they went to a Catholic school and you had to wear a belt every day. Mm-hmm. And at the, in the nineties, all the fucking cool dudes had braided belts. Fuck, you let it hang low, dude. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, I, whenever they were hanging out, I would try to hang out with them. Actually, it was pretty sick. Like one time when I was bothering him and his buddies, I got to play like a demo of Tony Hawk's pro skater before it mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. So worth it. Right. Mm-hmm. Actually still worth it. Considering this next story this one time I was bothering them and, uh, they were bored and started, fighting each other with the braided belts mm. and i had annoyed them to the point that this day that they both turned on me it just fucking <gasps> crushed me with oh. braided belt lashes where did that start where, what's where do we get where did everyone get braided the belts? yeah that like that was cool as fuck pretty much everywhere uh, i was probably in like a zima ad or something yeah i was thinking I yeah i was thinking like sam from clarissa explains it all yeah i had a braided hang low hanging braided belt did you have a braided belt yeah i did yeah um it's cool as fuck i wore it i think my first year in high school was my big braid year. I wasn't getting laid, but I was getting braided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being braided out and hanging low is like. Oh uh, yeah, I would I would like 
duck it under, so it was pointing, yeah, pointing south. Damn. Wowie. That's pretty tight. Showing off man. the fucking pleats on your khakis. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> I don't think I got... Yeah, I didn't really get bullied at all in high school, grade school. And in high school, I didn't really bully very much. Kind of, I chilled out on it. But I remember one, I saw one kid one time in a high school dance, and he was like, I just took ecstasy, and I punched him in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> that was How it. does that was feel? Like, that was my final bully, yeah. Damn. We... <laughs> yeah, I remember just being like, okay, bam. He's like, oh. No, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty tight, actually. Dude, that was I, a friendly bullet. Dude, I would load the punch buddy in the stomach these days, man. Dude, I fantasize. Nobody would expect it. Oh, dude, I literally today fantasize about punching. Somebody recently swerved their car near my, near my parents' house, like fucking with my mom, swerved a car. My mom is scared. I'm like little punks, dude, like 17 years old. And I was walking my dogs just daydreaming about on oh, finding man. them and just like one quick one to the stomach, unexpected. Same thing. Yeah. It would de- it would devastate somebody. And no you, one's ready for a punch in the stomach. No, dude, unchecked, and they they wouldn't protect it. And you could just go, you could get so close and hit someone. They're not like you're not winding up for their face. You're just looking them in the eye, and meanwhile they're just like, what? The- oh, yeah, that's an honest punch. Every punch in the stomach is honest. No one ever winds up for a stomach punch. You see, you see fucking idiots like with the big wind up going for a sucker punch. A lot of times they miss, they mm. fall on the ground. Uh, the the stomach punch is just the shortest, most pure. Form of contact. Well, and you're also natural. If you stomach punch, you're gonna naturally do the right punch you're form. You're gonna, yeah, them. you're gonna like twist your co- uh, your core and just a face punch. You get too many weird angles. Stomach yeah. punch, you got to stay like tight oh, and man. just kind of whip it. Damn. I mean, dude, a mat. Look the fuck sh- out, dude. The new knockout game. They should go stomach punch instead of knockout game. <laughs> Let's do it when we leave here. Oh, we should, dude. dude. We, should, we could get somebody. Oh, dude, that'll look <laughs> great. Sound you make when you get hit in the yeah. It would film so much better, and it, you wouldn't get like it wouldn't be as like. But then if you, like, broke a rib, that'd be wicked. You could kill somebody. I think that's how Houdini died. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he did a thing where, maybe this is his urban legend, but he did a thing where it was like, anyone can punch me in the stomach. And a guy punched him. And it was, like, mad because Houdini ate the punch. And Houdini turned around. And he was like, so anyway, like, I was, and the guy punched him again. And he was an addict. He was like, whoa. <laughs> like, that's, I think that's what the story was. The guy took a second punch when Houdini started talking. <laughs> fucking ruptured his intestines. That must have been so funny for that guy to be like, motherfucker, bam. <laughs> yeah. Dude, was he wearing the uh the straight jacket while he got sucker punched? <laughs> <laughs> he just fell into a tank. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so as you can go <laughs> Imagine paying money to go. Dude, he hit him so hard he spit up the key he swallowed. <laughs> you're at the Houdini show and you're like, what the fuck? It's over? <laughs> He's dead? <laughs> <laughs> dude, um, oh, who? Uh, oh, Paul Moody, like, uh, dude, uh, a mutual friend of our, uh, Pat Barker, hosted for him, and he said, like, the way they ended the show was uh, Paul Moody's hand would come out and say, "Show's over, y'all." That's what they probably had to do for Houdini. Like his hype man just came out and said, "Show's over, y'all." Dude, I want to bring WWE to stand-up comedy, where like every com- comedian would have like a nemesis, and if you see that comedian uh, doing jokes, you can come through the crowd and be like, "Fuck you, uh, dude. dude!" Start wrestling. That'd be awesome, dude. Um, should, you should be that, able to on-site people on stage. There, there's a Pittsburgh comedian named Matt Light who did something, um, not that, but to that degree, um, to Stone Cold's music. Like, uh, he came out on stage. Um, the host came back out to shake his hand, and he sucker punched him, and then he did the uh, the, st- the stunner, and then he stood up on the stool, and somebody from the audience threw beers at him, and he smashed them together, and he drank them, and then he walked through the crowd to exit. Wow. What? He's, dude, th- was he actually going to make a wish? <laughs> <laughs> Hitting someone with a stunner is fucking nice, dude. 
Do you ever successfully pull off a stunner on someone? Yeah, it's actually on YouTube. Um, <laughs> this was like 15 years ago at a bowling alley. And I, I kicked my boy in the stomach and hit him with a stunner. And he <laughs> no-sold it and started punching me when I was on the ground. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. and was no-sold it? Like he... Like it, I, obviously, it wouldn't actually hurt someone. A stunner, if properly, will knock. Well, if out. properly, but at a no, bowling alley, joking around. So he he completely like I part. It was fifty fifty whether he was gonna like hit the ground, backflip up and over. You know what I mean? Do <laughs> the Shawn Michaels sell? What are the mechanics of a stunner? You lean forward and your chin hits their shoulder and you get knocked out. Yeah, but also you're compressing your spine and tailbone on the floor to make it happen so it's really a lose-lose situation and you're giving them your back immediately yeah exactly so uh oh fuck. i think it's i think it, i don't know if it's still on youtube but it was like 100 stone cold stunt <laughs> like his girlfriend or something put it on youtube like sarcastically calling it a real life stunner and there were a million comments on it when i checked a few years later where it was like this is actually an incorrect stunner <laughs> it's all very serious he should have ddt'd him <laughs> I, I didn't find that clip, but it, here's when it says comedian Matt like chokes woman through table. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude! <laughs> Why did he do that? I think she was like hosting the show and like I guess they set it out. all up. Yeah. Fuck. Damn, dude. Man. So there's a video of you drop, hitting a stunner on somebody. Yeah, and. It's a very boring, mundane video. The comments are why it always made me fucking laugh. God, that's hilarious. I'm looking if it's still on. Yeah, dude. I, dude, I'm, I'm stoked to talk. Uh, I want to start selling some boxes again. <laughs> <laughs> My new thing. That was the, <laughs> that was the grimiest shit. I was such a grimy little bastard when I was 19, dude. It was disgusting. Oh, man. I, I get it, man. I used to sell Oxycontin and Suboxone. Wow. So people are like, yo, I'm going to stop doing Oxys. I'm like, here you go. And I'll give them Suboxone. <laughs> and they'd be like, you got Oxys? I'm like, sure, dude. The world's yours, sir, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. I had no idea what they did. And uh, one time, probably like five years ago, I was going through pretty bad depression. And somebody gave me a few Suboxone strips. Mm. And I was like, I stayed at a hotel by myself for like three days, uh, which was awesome. And I took one, and I was just like, all right, well, this is a lot like uh, like pills, so I'm not going to take any more. So I threw them in the trash, and then I went to Royal Farms, got fried chicken, and while I was eating my fried chicken, I'm like, all right, I wish I, I hope I, I hope I want to get those back. <laughs> so I raced back to the hotel to the outside trash can, and luckily enough, they were still still in there. I didn't have to, d- to dig too far. Rain spotting? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, digging your strips out the trash is probably tight, Man. dude. It's so funny to take them. Like, all right, I trust my. I want to throw these out, do the responsible thing. You're yeah. digging in the trash two minutes later. Oh my god, man! I, the, dude, the fact that they got released the way they did is fu- is fucked up. How did they? Just they were literally put out through. They were developed. They were R and D. Like you can't tell me those scientists weren't able to look at oxycotton and be like, this looks exactly chemically like heroin. Mm. They definitely knew. It's the same feel, dude. It, yeah. Literally, they, if you're looking at a microscope, they're like. But then they just, so there's heroin, which is illegal, and then they made it, they synthesized it, Mm. and then put that out and just gave it to everybody. Mm. That's fucking wicked, dude. And if that was a mistake, if that's a, the the options are someone was just being a motherfucker, or they were, people are that, our highest of the high are that dumb, where they inadvertently gave a fourth of the country heroin. When I saw that heroin dude, I should have been like, get that fucking needle out of here. Go to a doctor you just met for the first time like everyone else. Yeah, you dude. fucking loser. You bitch. Get, get this shit out of my neighborhood. Get some fucking subs. You should be able to. There's a shot. If you give them, then they if they shoot heroin, they get like sick and throw up. And it works with alcohol, too. 
you should be able to like sneak up behind him and like boop, got you. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. You're out for a Blow month. Dart. You're out for a month. Yeah. Tag. Yeah. <laughs> it's Harrow Lose. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tight. Hmm. It's not a bad oh, idea. Dude. So far, we got school soaking. School soaking. <laughs> uh, on like giving people like whatever that shit's called against their will. They have to make a better version of that where you can fucking just, just need to like, catch your name. The what? It just needs a catchier name. If I knew what it was called, you know, they need to make the product of the drug or whatever the injection is. Injection oh, of like the yeah. It's just better marketing. That's all they need. True. Do you know what that shit's called? You can you get it. Inj- it works for alcoholics and with opiates. If you yeah. get it, and then if you have like a sip of alcohol, you just immediately get like sick as yeah. fuck, and it lasts for like a month. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe we can get Ed Bassmaster to do it. <laughs> Sneak up on people. <laughs> Pranking pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Pranking people with fucking. Subordinate, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Dude, you ever get in? You ever watch fishing videos? In what context? Uh, so there, there's specifically a fish called the Goliath grouper. Oh man, Dude, it's huge. They swallow sharks whole. Whoa! It's a grouper. They can get up to like 300 pounds, and they have videos of dudes who are like were in the NFL at one point trying to wrangle <laughs> these things in. So it's just this dude, the huge like bebop and rock steady bicep, <laughs> like, trying to. They weigh like 400, 500. They snap fishing rods in half. I never got into fishing. My boy was showing it to me the other day, and I was like, "This is actually a tight video hole to get into." When they catch crabs by mistake, they experience shellfish shock. <laughs> Whoa, shellfish! <laughs> dude, Goliath groupers will just their mouths are like the, literally some of them not the size of this table but close do you know how to wow. fish no i never learned either i hate it dude my dad loves fishing i fucking hate it oh i thought you, you said you're into it oh hell no no i don't oh, like fishing yeah. at all i just <laughs> no, like no, the no, idea good, i like goliath groupers but yeah <laughs> okay. i'm into goliath groupers there were some that. it's so funny dude there were some of my like least fond memories of my childhood were like supposed to be like you fishing with your dad he would just take us on a boat like five miles into the ocean and i was just like Oh, I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> and there was just no end in sight, dude. Wow. I would just sit out in the middle of the ocean with like a fishing line in. I would never put bait back on it. And it would just be like, fuck. <laughs> oh I'll get a fish and just like let that thing go. I'm like, come on, man. I'd give just... anything to just be sitting on a boat bored right now. Now, yeah, it would be awesome. When I was little, I'm a la- I was a land lover back then. <laughs> so I would like, and I didn't get seasick. I had no excuse. I was so fucking bored. I would sit there and be like, I, and I, I would get a fish and be like, whatever, fucking back in the fucking ocean. Like, I don't want this. And dude, he would, and he loved it so much. And he'd be like, come on. And like, I would hate to be like, hey, can we go back in now? Because he was one of those dudes, if you're like, hey, is he like love? He, like, that's uh-huh. like literally his one hobby. You ever watch Deadliest Catch? No. Oh, dude, it's the best. Because like, it's like exciting fishing and they all have pill problems. <laughs> like the ideal setup. <laughs> they're not catching any crabs, and they're out of pills. <laughs> they're all getting sick. <laughs> Imagine your drug dealer having to come out on like a fucking dinghy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine a dude out in like the crazy crabbing waters on a jet ski to deliver drugs? <laughs> He's hitting fucking jumps. He's hitting <laughs> jumps off the waves. Dude, pill dealers are another breed, too. They're so fucking funny. Those dudes are fucking hilarious. Because their plug's always like their grandma. <laughs> they're just like, oh, I don't want to say where I'm getting these from, dude, but they're good all day, dude. I get fucking 90. It's like, you're getting them from your aunt, dude. Fuck. I actually tricked myself into, into 
uh, not getting pills one time. What I mean by that is uh, I found out my parents had painkillers that they never used in their medicine cabinet. So I was like, oh, I'll just take a couple. And like every time I went there, it was just like, oh, I'll take a couple. But then like I realized they might notice if they needed them that there were so many pills missing. So I brought like a handful of uh, ibuprofens and dumped them in there. So then I had forgotten what I had done. So the next time I went there, I was like, oh, shit, pills. They got more. <laughs> so I took them. I'm like, all right, these fucking Vicodin suck. And I was just like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like filling a vodka bottle of water and drinking it. Like, what the fuck? Dude, that is so fucking funny, man. You played yourself. I did, man. And I was mad at my parents. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fucking. That's such a power move, dude. <laughs> Going to people's medicine cabinets and taking their pills is such a power move. Oh, my God. It's like, what they got here for me? (laughs) Water pills? A couple of uh, weird pubes that shouldn't be this high off the ground. I'm going to empty travel toothpaste. Ah, pills. Purple stuff. Ah, sick. (laughs) Pube. Dust. Sunny H. Your grandma's cool. <laughs> Damn, dude. I hope I want to. We got to get back into pills again. We it's kind of dying down. We got to yeah. kick that back up. Let's bring it back. Yeah. I'm gonna store boner pills, just like different kinds of Chinese Viagra, <laughs> dude. I'm oh inside God. in like different like cool name pills in my house. I'm like when my fucking shitty kids friends come over and try to pill shop they're gonna pop up all gonna be popping like chinese viagra and be like oh, oh yeah, they're fuck gonna, they're gonna be desperately sucking each other that's actually a horrible idea dude i'm, I'm <laughs> my daughter's future boyfriend's gonna take a blue chew like, <laughs> <laughs> like, all right wow dude, now I, it seems like the perfect time tim why do you have something to tell us mike yeah i do i just want to let you guys know that this episode is sponsored by blue chew wow. and the blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Now, if you want free fucking Blue Chews, go to bluechew.com and type in promo code FATBIRD. Ooh. (laughs) It's a free Blue Chews. You just got to pay the $5 shipping and enjoy your fucking boners. Are you tired of your bird being gay? When you're <laughs> <a pussy>? <laughs> <laughs> you tired of going to your mom mom's pill cabinet for fucking boner pills? Dude, is fat fat bird is the sickest promo code of anything of all time? Yeah, Blue dude. Fat bird is also awesome, fat bird. Some dude tried to fucking scam us, and uh, what was the nature so, of the scam? Um, it was disingenuous. It was um, leading us to believe that he was setting this up on our behalf. So he set it up with a different promo code. And then he started promoting it before we actually oh. agreed upon it. Yeah, it was very gross. So he was going to do a promo code where he was the gatekeeper when in reality yes. you can just send an email. And be yeah, like, it was his deal and he's going to break us off. Yeah. That's a bullshit. Right. You know this guy? I do. Um, he's a, He was an acquaintance. Gotcha. Um, Tight fucking move, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he almost had us. Yeah, he almost had us. But then we set it up and uh, he took the promo code we were originally going to have. And now we have promo code Fat Bird for Blue Chew. That's f- and it fucking rules. That would have sucked if you guys had to have Fat Bird too. He yeah. has Fat Bird one. That almost would have been worth oh, it. He's like, I have Fat Bird. Like, fuck, we got to cut you in. What was his promo code? I don't, I, yeah, I don't even say yeah, it. Yeah, don't even say say it. it. Yeah. I don't want to confuse the listeners. Fat Bird. But yeah, dude, Especially if you go to blo- got, if you got... go to bluechew.com and type in promo code Fat Bird, you're going to get some free blue. Yeah. Straight through. I would use capital letters because a fat bird is, you can't have lowercase letters with that. Yeah, man. I, have you ever taken blue chews? Yeah, they're great. 
How, he took them too. Only, well, only because if we were endorsing a product, I wanted to know. True. Yes. So let's run it down. Let's see. I, I do want to hear what happened. Um, it's like your dick's a werewolf. <laughs> Get hard as fuck. Yeah. That's a perfect, yeah. So you're like a high school boner, basically? Yeah, you're tucking it in your waistband. Oh, Pretty much, oh. dude. How hard? How long were you hard for? Whenever you want it. I mean, it lasts, I would say there's a good like 12-hour time period where you can get a boner on demand. It's it's not like you take it and it makes your bird hard until it's until it goes away. Is you get a it's fat like you semi? take it and it's like, all right, dude, whenever you're ready. Yeah. It's like what? coffee. It's like It's like sending a coffee down like... Down to your bird. Like, say, take this down to the bird real quick. Yeah. The bird gets the coffee. He's like, dude, I'm re- all right, man. I needed that. I'm ready to yeah. go. It's like your dick's a Navy SEAL. Yeah. It's like all he needs is the phone call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like sending your bird a 3 p.m. coffee. Ooh. And your bird's like, hell, and it appreciates it. And it's like, I'm good to go. And Thanks, once you're done, it goes down like normal. Like, I, I have a feeling I'd have to get like, it might hospital. take a, it doesn't take longer to go down, but it is like, like, like it's warmed up. If it, it's like getting a kid that was very upset to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of like it takes a little bit longer. And you're like, it's okay, bud. It's okay. It's okay. Now, do you secretly take it? And as you're like, dude, yeah. I've used it primarily to jerk off. Like, That's if I know I'm gonna have a jerking sick, marathon, dude. I'm fucking treating myself. That that sounds awesome to me. That's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, but uh, I take care of myself, man. Yeah, it was it was something. Yeah, it was alarming the difference how hard you were yeah and it wasn't even like i didn't i didn't notice anything visually i guess i'm not spending too much time inspecting but uh got some great got some great feedback (laughs) really got some great feedback you got yelped (laughs) (laughs) damn that's so funny (laughs) it's serious yeah i guess i the other the only way i can do that is to just like be on like a five-day nofap like yeah you're saying this is like steroid level bird yeah well, yeah, it was, it was, your, your bird's trying to break the home run record and it doesn't, it, at no, at no matter the cost, dude, that's, that's what it is, basically. It's pretty tight. It's fucking, it, it, it's your bird on steroids. It's Hammy Sosa. <laughs> that's awesome. Damn it. That'd be tight to have a hard ass fucking, well, what if like, what if you get like a, like a, like an airplane boner and you're on that, would you, you like, better get, be like, ready. a fucking rager? Yeah. And then do you have to jerk it to make it go down or like? No. No, no, I didn't notice any kind of side effect like that because I did have a couple of like residual like what what was that and I'm like no, no dude, chill, chill, chill. Yeah, it's cartoons, relax. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I I had to snake charm a couple of times. I had to reverse snake charm it. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, and getting hard it, as fuck is awesome. Yeah, nice. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the boner. It's I like mean, an amp. It's an amp. It's an amplifier. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're all. you're cranking your bird up to eleven. You're you're seeing like what it should be. But you're seeing yeah, yeah, like yeah. the full genetic yeah. potential. It's like it's like field of dreams. Like you see your bird come out of the fucking corn. Yeah, like, it's like damn, dude, I I forgot you look like that. If you only ever fucked during one season after a hunt, that's how hard your bird would be. <laughs> damn, dude, I gotta start going total no fap, dude. Dude, that's the thing too, because like I jerk off constantly and I jerk off the porn, so it's like a lot of times it's like. My dick's just like, all right, yeah, I guess we're doing this Get again. Desensitized. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I definitely got to initiate one of those soon. Yeah, it's always, uh, yeah, it's nice to get a little reboot. I, I'll catch myself falling into, like, a before I go to sleep pattern where, like, I got to jerk off before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then the worst thing is, like, 11.30 p.m., you watch some porn you don't really care about, and you ha- bust, like, a half-hearted nut. Yeah. You're just like, fuck yeah. me. I'm going to bed. 
I suck. <laughs> like, I fucking hate, I hate that. Dude, nothing, nothing's better than, like, when you haven't jerked off for a few days and then, like, you know it's coming at the end of the day. Dude, when I'll, I'll be, like, driving home fucking drive to uh, fucking um, evening rush hour just fucking cranking porno on my car stereo knowing what's coming for me, like, when I get home. You're getting ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. I have done that before. <laughs> you imagine getting pulled over, sir? Could you turn on your uh, radio, please? <laughs> oh, dude, that's oh my they... God, I'm going to come. Tim, it wasn't until recently where, like, I realized how how much you can hear from inside if the radio's cranked up to a certain degree. Because um, I would say back in December, oh. I was warming my car up, and from the Bluetooth being connected, like it was just playing. And when I went back outside to get my car, as soon as I hit the porch, I heard it was an Audible <gasps> book playing. But, you know, there's so many days where like I'll be driving home from work blasting porno <laughs> and just thinking, like, I'm the man and nobody can tell. Oh, my God. Dude, you can't normally park. You have to, like, s- like screech your brakes into the parking spot. Like, Hubcap flies off the street. <laughs> it's also funny you're legally allowed to blast porno from your Yeah, car who's going to stop around. you? Yeah. Can you? Yeah, you, are you allowed to do that? I don't porn, know, but porn pre- audio, I think speech, you can dude. freely blast porn. You can't make someone view pornography. You can get in trouble for that. But if you do get in trouble and you got to go to court, they probably make you like swear to tell the truth on a copy of Jugs. That <laughs> <laughs> was funny. We watched a video of that rapper and never talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> We watched a video of that rapper. <laughs> Never brought it back. We we're like, yeah, that was cool. Off the mic, and then just went back and like, anyway, was, that that is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. The fucking Chuggo. That's unbelievable. Come on, fucking guy, video. Unfucking believe. It is funny, but I liked it more than anything else because I don't think he's trying to be funny. I think it's he's just like, yeah, this shit is cool, yeah. and this is what I like to do. Yeah, when he when he raps the line, I put mayonnaise on everything. That's how I eat. That's yeah. If that's, that's real. the thing that you wanted me to know about you, that fucking rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was that thing real? Did you look this Scott Stapp up, or what was the guy's yeah. name? Uh, the Marlins thing. Oh, the, uh, the Ti thing. Let me let me check this out. Wait, is the Marlins thing real? The Marlin. Yeah, you can watch a video of it. So Scott Stapp did come up with a. His uh, name uh, Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. Stapp. Scott. Stapp. Florida Marlins theme song. It's called Marlins Will Soar. <laughs> the Marlins. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, you can guess. You could guess the entire song. Dude, that was awesome that he was like a sick Christian rocker who went mainstream. Yeah? We need more mainstream Christian Oh, rock. dude, uh, by the way, uh, I I have already decided what uh, schism I'm going to introduce into the Church of Sacred Dogology. What? Uh, I'm going to become a secular dogist. Yeah, I'm starting it. What is it? It's a, it's a splinter. It's basically the Protestant Reformation, oh, yeah. I guess. Actually, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but... Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fracture the structure. This is a ways down the line. We have we have centuries of <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, Church of Sacred Dogology to to uh, rule with. But um, yeah, eventually when like when there are too many people in positions of power in the church, I'm eventually gonna break off and be like, nah, it's all bullshit. I know the real. Yeah, that's awesome. It's gonna be pretty. Sick. I dig. I fully support that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I wish they Dude. Scott Stapp and Ti should re. Should release like a, a like a single that like relives that experience. Matt, it's coming back to me now. But there's an animated retelling of the story somewhere, um, and I'm reading uh, Ti recounting uh, what this was, and he said they heard moaning and groaning as he and his buddy had stepped out on the balcony to smoke a blunt, and he asked his his bodyguard, "Are you hungry?" Because he assumed it was his belly that was growling, but it was Scott Stapp about to jump. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my dude, if they relive that in song, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And like, I'm gonna kill myself. That's probably, with arms wide open. 
Scott, Scott Stepp's making the belly grumbling. He's like, <laughs> also, what got him so down? Although he probably went online and people were like Creed fucking sucks. <laughs> Creed's gayer than Nickelback. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> thought I was doing a really nice thing. <laughs> Arms wide open came out. It fucking slapped, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, own prison came out. Yeah, on. dude, that was the, that was the best, man. I my own prison. Came, I didn't know it was apartment. Christian rock, and I found out. I was like, "Fuck that, dude! I'm not listening to this shit." Yeah. Was, or crit, my or my own prison. I was like, "This fucking rules." Yeah. That we we call that butt rock. Butt rock, fucking yeah. rule, I, dude. I was we you know we didn't abide. We didn't oh. accept butt rock. My anyway. cousin bought the Creed album. We used to make fun of him. We found out it was uh, Christian rock. We used to tease him. Oh no! Man. But I secretly, I, oh, I every music I made fun of people for listening to. I secretly loved. <laughs> I secretly lo- I would listen to like boy bands and make this is actually kind of tight. Yeah, that, I remember that being true. Oh, dude, remember we heard uh, New Kids on the Block at that coffee shop when we yeah. were up in New York, oh, and it was yeah. just like, man, New Kids on the Block was really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like a mo- oh two weeks ago. What? That, that. Oh, you saw yeah, it yeah. two weeks ago. We were listening to uh, New Kids on the Block. Like, yeah, this is actually pretty fucking. Cool. Do you guys still like look to see if people are lip syncing? Not I did not. That was a but I just scandal. assume yeah. everybody is. Well, dude, Millie Vanilli got busted for that. That was awesome. Oh uh, yeah. I I don't I'm I don't remember that in real time. But so the one that I remember is what was it Jessica Simpson? No, Jessica Simpson's sister. Oh Ashley. Ashley Simpson. Yeah. Awesome. On Saturday Night Live, remember that? <laughs> she lip She was on Saturday Night Live and they played the wrong song. Which was oh, like, it always yeah. felt like bullshit because it's like everyone is lip syncing. Why did she get singled out? And it's just because people are mean. People also, mean, that's a dude. bullshit. F- I th- I stand with lip sync exposers. It's like you're there's people out here who can sing their fucking hearts out, and you're just gonna like let some hot chick prance around and just <laughs> pretend to sing. It's like yes. fuck that. No, yes, actually, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. That must, dude. Imagine being a world class singer, and you can like you've you can do anything, and then you just see there's just a hot chick who's pretending to sing a song that was made mostly by a computer to sound good. You know, people would have more of a problem if Shakira's butt was like replaced by a hologram. They'd be like, that's not her real. She's not shaking her real ass. <laughs> well, Who gives all... a fuck if she's actually singing? Then the Ashley Simpson, that was just, she was propelled into fame by people's perverted thought of being like, damn, the fuck Jessica Simpson would be tight, but what would be cooler? Fucking her little sister. Whoa, wow. I never thought of that. Dude, that's the closest thing we have to child sacrifice is teen stars. For sure. Ooh, well, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, it's it's yeah, almost over, right? It's not the same as it used to be. Teen stars? Like, yeah, like Billie Eilish was she's seventeen and she Yo, now yeah, like they, they didn't now make younger, her bro. Oh, that's it. We have preteen stars now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, did you ever see that dude from Disney Channel or Nickelodeon? Uh, Nickelodeon yeah, yeah, where like he would always have like kids' feet in the shows that he produced. Yeah. Dan something. Was he Schneider? Schneider. Yeah, oh, Dan Schneider. Oh, really? Yeah. And he is like he he looks like real life Peter Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> With like haircut and everything, <laughs> really? but no glasses. Yeah, he's got a big, fat, round head, and uh, we watched a ton of iCarly when Lucy was a little girl. Sorry, when my, I'm not going to dox my daughter. When my daughter was a little girl. So to realize that, like, oh, this dude fucked everyone on that show as, like, tweens was like, ee. And there's a rumor that, Ooh, that how hurt. did he get pregnant, they rumored, uh, Britney Bra- Spears' Britney little, Spears sister. little sister. Yeah. Jamie Spears? Yeah, it's a rumor that, that like, yeah, her kid I'm is like his. Whenever you know superstars' <laughs> yeah. little sister's name, like, I was like, haha, Mike knows Ashley Simpson, pervert, I'm like Jamie Spears. <laughs> I only know Nick Lachey. I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, so there's a rumor he got her pregnant. Yeah. And he's like Did walking he? free. Dude, he looks like Dennis from Head of the Class. Oh like, he's God. that gross. He does look like. Is it Pederass? He looks like. Uh, <laughs> 
He's actually present day Harvey Weinstein, and the one that's locked up is his Looper oh, they, sent back in time. Matt, to kill him. We, oh. if, if you're gonna have Jurassic Park, we should have Pederastic Park. A <laughs> <laughs> lot of Pederastic Park in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're all just trying to give Velociraptors to spit on them. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, they gotta, they yeah. gotta. Sli- someone has to slide the dossier on uh, Dan Schneider. Well, I guess they do all over the internet, but people don't care, man. Yeah, yeah. He oh never, so he never got busted. So he wrote all these shows. He's like a billionaire because every like live action Nickelodeon show was basically masterminded by this dude, and he would take over writing episodes by himself, and he would put like foot gags in each one. Where, like, and then their socks come off. And... Did he do the Amanda Bynes show? Didn't she? Probably. Like, probably. Yeah. Shit. Rug- More than likely. And Rugrats was actually a sex dream of his. <laughs> <laughs> You'd hear those xylophones get a boner and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, imagine like dreaming up like kids, like high school romance stuff and like, like there's my, uh, my wife watches a lot of that like, well, she doesn't, She's done with it now, but like the vampire, like the high school romance mm. things. That's yeah. adults being like, yeah. And the high school sophomore kisses the boy. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Ew, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, nothing better to write about. Yeah. Dude, when when uh when my oldest daughter was like seven or eight, like we were driving and they played this ad on the radio saying agents from the Disney Channel are going to be at the fucking Wyndham whatever and sit in the city. She's like, I want to go. So my wife and I, as retarded as we are, we're like, all right, fine, we'll take her. Mm-hmm. And we got there, and it was just, all right, well, this sucks, but we'll let her go through with it. And my wife was with her when she went through her audition. And then the next night, somebody who was a quote-unquote rep from the Disney Channel said, look, we need to know right now. We think she, she's she got what it takes, but you need to pay $800 to get her involved in this programming program. Oh. And I was just like, yeah, no. Get the fuck out. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> such a nasty fucking scam. So it's like people are paying like top dollar code. to get their kids porked. Oh. Promo code, fat bird. Yeah. I need to know, <laughs> do you want to be on the Disney Channel? <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. That happened to me one time when uh, I was at the mall and someone was like, have you considered modeling? I was like, please, come on. <laughs> like walked away. And was like, oh, me? Nah, no, I, I don't know. I, people say I'm handsome. I, Dude, I don't know. I'm yeah. just a guy. I was like a sophomore <laughs> in high school. I was like, shit, man. I didn't know. I mean, come on. Dude, I don't know if we pussy, but not like that. Come on. <laughs> dude, the, uh, I walked back and there was just like two dudes that came by. One dude was just a big Whoa. fat dude. And I remember I was like, what the fuck? They, were, they tricked me. You almost got your cheeks clapped. Yeah, same thing. It, yeah. it was he was signing the papers, and I overheard it was like yeah. two hundred bucks. We'll get you enrolled. We'll put you on. Like they do it to actors all the time. They're like, if you were in this acting school, <sighs> give us four hundred dollars. We'll put you in this database. It's like that's a sick hustle, yeah. though, dude. So, so what am I modeling for? J Crew, uh, kind of. It's a gay crew. <laughs> 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 we're gonna put you in a polo shirt and take pictures <laughs> of your bird. Did you ever date a girl who was like an amateur model? Or you not even date, but like talk to a girl who's like, "Want to see my modeling pictures?" No, um, like, sounds pretty annoying. It's like your mom just paid somebody to take. Oh, you. even worse that. Okay, yeah, yeah, like they would like their mom. It was like modeling, but they're like you would take your daughter and some fucking weirdo would just like take kind of hot pictures of her, Eesh. and then she would carry them around. Like, want to see my modeling pictures? Well, so like, you mean pictures? They're, you're not modeling for anything. You're I was doing work at a law firm one time when a lady showed us her daughter. Her modeling pictures, or her like niece or something. Like, she's probably like, Greek. Like you gotta see my hot niece, and it's like, Ee, what a weird lady. thing to say. Yeah. Well, she didn't say you gotta see my hot niece, <laughs> but it was. I mean, that was. She just used. You know, we gotta start carrying modeling pictures. What's <laughs> 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 my? They're just pictures. Just pictures. So you know you're retarded. What's my modeling pictures? Are you fucking pictures? <laughs> they're just pictures, dude. Yeah. <laughs> God, God damn it. it. That's a Nikki feeling. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember seeing um, in the paper one time, I was looking for jobs, and it was like, we need young male models. And uh, I remember like que- looking into the mirror for what seemed like hours questioning, like, do I have what it takes to be a cute young model? Yeah, and I decided no because like the thought of no. like going to this and them just looking at me and just <laughs> thinking like all right no <laughs> definitely not yeah that's fuck that sucks dude yeah did you see the uh, that tickled documentary oh it yes. was great yeah that's pretty good that's pretty cool I do like that we live in a universe where dudes can get tricked into making tickle porn for a rich pervert <laughs> yeah that's kind of fair actually I'll stand on that yeah so if you get if you get tricked you're dumb enough to fall for it. although. Dude, imagine if someone's giving you three hundred bucks, like when you're in high school or like eighteen years old. That's, I'm moving, I'm jumping for that. I'm like, all right, what are we doing here? And if it's like, yo, dude, you're strong, you're hot, just tickle this yeah. other kid for me. It's like, yeah, uh, dude. A guy I worked with said that when um, he was at, I think he went to Bloomsburg. He said there was like some wealthy fucking pervert kid that was like a year ahead of him that would pay people fifty bucks a shot to come shit in his apartment. And the deal was. When you shat in his apartment, he was hiding in the shower because he just wanted to hear people shit. Oh, man. But, like, when you're in college, dude, 50 bucks, man. That's, like, an entire week of it's doing not what that you bad, want. too. Yeah. It's like, not... all the pizza you want, like, you can go to, like, how many keg parties you can go to? Also, imagine gearing up, like, nastiest shit. You oh, my God, yeah. I would, I I would put on a show. Start paying him. Be like, I'll give you, I'll give you <laughs> 75. Let me shit on your rug again. <laughs> We show this dude some fireworks. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude! Just imagine if, like, one time you really threw threw him for a loop. You just pulled open the shower curtain real quick and shit on him. <laughs> oh my god! He would start making it rain on yeah. you, dude. He's like, yeah. oh my god, oh my <laughs> god. That was the real fantasy. That was the part he was afraid to ask for, but he wanted the most. I still yeah. those kids must have felt dirty though, and they left after sh- like just walk. They, they definitely didn't wipe their ass, dude. <laughs> He's in the shower, so they didn't like be like, hey, hey what? excuse me, I don't wipe my ass now. So you had to walk home with a shitty <laughs> ass. Like I just did a dude, dirty, the, dirty thing. The, the wet Texan, <laughs> you call it. <laughs> <When> we, <laughs> on the off chance that you don't listen to Matt and Shane's secret podcast, when we were talking about going to the flotation tank and having to get out of the tank or like get out of the shower to go shit. And doing, doing the fucking wet tech cold walk, dude. A cold wet walk. <laughs> you know where that comes from, right? My mom used to make fun of me when I would take a bath when I was little, and I would just walk real slow with a towel around me, and be like, <laughs> and I would it would it would take me forever to get down the hallway. So She'd be like, little boys from Texas run naked right to their bedrooms. Wet. Whoa! They don't even use towels. I remember being like, Mom, sounds like something Dan Schneider would say. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> remember, it's actually like, an episode of every show he's ever made. <laughs> No, I when when I was a kid, I would do that and I would do the shiver under the towel. I, what I would do is I would get on my, I would curl up into the fetal position, fetal position on the ground under my towel that mm. had like all the hot water on it from mm. drying myself off. Yeah, and I would just plant myself on the floor until it, I was cold. That was the best. That was good. I'm gonna try that tonight. Uh, your phone's ringing and it says Dan Schneider. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, going back to that like uh, that college shitter. I imagine like it wouldn't be that bad until like you're there taking a dump and it's like you're starting to get comfortable. Then all of a sudden he sneezes or something from the shower. Oh, <laughs> it's like all right, now it's or he calls out. He's like, "Are you still here?" Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> "I don't smell anything." <laughs> That'd be shitty, just farting and be like, right, "I'll take my fifty bucks." And see yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. so shit for me to clean up. Farts like a fake orgasm. <laughs> I wonder what he did. Did he like pick it up himself with the poop? Yeah, how, what did he do with the poop? I don't know. I don't think um, he wanted any interaction with the shit. I just, I think he like knowing the shitting was happening and either hearing or smelling it. Oh God, man! So I mean, it was like an immersive experience. Would he come? I don't know. 
I guess yeah, I guess that's a fair qu- that's a trick question. Like, yes. Uh, <laughs> or like he would just sit there like Andy Dufresne watching his buddies drink the beers like this is good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't he just I mean that must have been I guess when he shit it was probably I, like I have an idea for know. an ASMR channel. <laughs> is it pervert based? <laughs> No, it's the sound of someone shitting in your bathroom. <laughs> so you have to pay 50 bucks to college students, dude. That just, would be funny as fuck. Just dude. imagine, like, your wife comes home and, like, you're asleep with, like, <laughs> with, like a video of a dude shitting <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> Do you ever send shit videos to your friends? Yeah, of course. It's yeah. like a face selfie where you make a serious face while, oh, you're, no. while you're making shit noises. There. It's so fucking funny. Matt, so, did, you, did you ever see that farter? What was that guy's name? Paul, uh, Paul Flart. The guy that got fired because he would take, guard. yeah, it was a security guard who one day, one picture, one video every day of him farting on the job. <laughs> then eventually when it blew up, like his employer was like, no, you can't be here. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah dude. Him. That's pa- bullshit, dude. Yeah, it's Paul Flart. His name is Paul, Paul Flart. Paul Flart. He has a Patreon now, yeah. I think. Paul Flart, is it? <laughs> he makes fart videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Caption your fart all day on video is so fucking funny. <laughs> I want to see if there is actually a fart noise on YouTube. <laughs> Or no, shit noise would be better, actually. ASM fart. <laughs> like four hours of just different shit noises. Dude, that's one of the reasons why I'm glad I never had money is because, like, when you got money to pay people to shit for you, like, imagine how weird you would get. I mean, yeah. dude, you that's that's it. You'd have people shitting for you. Ultra crap shit noise. <laughs> 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 I feel tricked. That's heavy metal. That is heavy metal. It's not, sh- not the shit noise. the name of a song. <laughs> Hold your crap shit noise, dude. Ah, here you go, Matt. This is Paul Flart. Every video is him just ripping one. Oh, my. I think I've seen. Actually, yeah, I've seen this guy before. They fired him? Yeah. Now he just goes on Twitch and farts? Dude, pretty much. You step your game up. Have you, you farted right. on Twitch yet? Yeah. Every Good. time. Have you, good. <laughs> I've actually seen this guy before. <laughs> dead eyes. Hey, I'm live on Twitch right now. <laughs> Man, what a, what a country. Dude, Twitch fucking rules. The dogs on Twitch fucking rule. <laughs> dude, you should see if you can link up with him. I should. Yeah, dude, that guy's story fucking rules. But yeah, it's far network. And I got fired. Dude, it was a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like opening somebody opening a door to a haunted house. Has he ever got called out for faking it? I don't think so. Like it, when you look like that, like you can you know your way around. He's a, a big fart. dog. Yeah. yeah, he has his butthole insured like Jennifer Lopez. He's <laughs> 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 twenty million dollar butthole. Oh, speaking of that, uh, when you mentioned earlier about your dad teaching you how to spit, I feel like my dad taught me how to fart. Really? Yeah, dude, he was the fucking man. You get some volume on yours. Yeah, yeah man, sure. I, I I know what I'm doing. Like, my dad, when we were kids, like, our big thing was, like, when we would go to movies, like, that was the thing we would get most excited for. And, like, my dad was, like, a one-man black movie theater experience. (laughs) Dude, his laugh was obnoxious. He would carry on, and he would would snore. He would inevitably fall asleep. Like, he would end up snoring. And, dude, he would rip farts that would cause everybody to just turn and look at him. <laughs> as embarrassed as I was, like, I just remember thinking, like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> he would fart as loud as he could in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. He really did pass that on to you. Yeah. Mike, uh, Mike can do the uh, two-finger-in-the-mouth whistle with his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we, were, we were in fucking, uh, 
the store and you farted so loud. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah. So loud that people were just like, <laughs> it throw, it, dude, it like rearranges the energy in a, in a room. <laughs> I was uh, I was getting pizza with McKeever one time at that place Tower around the corner yeah. from Helium, mm-hmm. and it was like two in the morning, and uh, we were both wasted, and we were sitting in these two like they had these like connected booths in the middle of the in the pizza place. Oh, you made him feel. And we were didn't sitting you? in it and oh. looking at each other, and I locked eyes with him because I was gonna. I thought we were alone in this pizza place, <laughs> and I ripped the the loudest fucking fart of all time it's dude it was so loud it sounded like it was coming out of a puerto rican household's front door at two in the morning you ripped the friends and family it was (laughs) (laughs) and and it lasted too i sustained it dude it was like and mckeever's mckeever looked at me with his mouth open and he i was like I, I looked like I was blowing his mind. Like he couldn't believe what was going on. But the real reason was because we were not alone. And in oh. the, the sideways booth directly behind me was a woman who heard the fart start and immediately looked up from her food. <laughs> and she had the same look as McKeever on her face for the entire fart. <laughs> it's the, the only thing funnier than a fart is someone taking a fart seriously. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? What? She was so close here. She was behind me and so close oh. to me that it was I was doing it to her. <laughs> Dude, I was at the Tropicana Atlantic City one time and my buddy my buddy Steve and I got into the elevator. Fucking Steve. You <laughs> <laughs> just got that one. It didn't excite me. Dude, it's like saying Beetlejuice three times and <laughs> farts just start coming out. <laughs> Dude, the joy I had when I felt myself about to fart, I was like, yes, 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 <laughs> this is perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, dude, I was with Steve at the Tropicana Atlantic City one time, and we had just got on an elevator, and there were uh, four black women on Sorry, there. Sorry, I, I waited until you took a breath to fart. <laughs> so you're, you're on an interracial elevator? Yes. We were get- <laughs> Steve and I got on an elevator, um, and there were four black women on there. And as soon as the doors closed, uh, I said to Steve, I was like, God, I wish I had a fart right now. And one of the black women goes, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> That's a good fart nemesis. Dude. <laughs> yeah, they do not like farts. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. Um, what do you even say to that? You're like. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I knew I couldn't rip them. Oh, my it's, God. Yeah, if you someone claims, oh, no, you don't. It's yeah. Like, uh, that, yeah, that's the hand on the top of the baseball bat as you're going yeah. off hand for hand. Yeah. <laughs> you shall not pass gas. Oh man, dude, it's. Oh. I mean, I I imagine I'm halfway through my life if everything plays out right, and farting is funnier than ever. Yeah, dude, it never. It is still to this day dominates. Yeah, a hard, loud. My dog farts. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> the dog farted. Yo, can you do that again? Uh, one of my favorite farts was when I, the first night I got to boot camp in 99, um, we were all fucking terrified and we all had to get in formation and we were just told to wait in silence. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still oh laughing about farts. Dude. <laughs> and we were waiting in silence and all of a sudden one of the dudes fucking ripped. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, my bad. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Dude, it doesn't matter. Anytime you set up a fart story that deliver the fart to me, I'm like, oh, <laughs> what happened? What happened? 
Well, it's but, also funny how on alert everyone becomes. If there's a yeah. fart, something innate in you is like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that like ancient part of your brain is like. F- uh, farts are the or ul- the uh, ultimate precursor to mindfulness. It's true. You really, the second you're about to fart, it's <laughs> your surroundings your get sucked in. Four hundred percent. You're sucking in your surroundings as you're pushing out whatever you're pushing out. Yeah, you're one hundred percent in your body when you got to fart. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm never gonna top the midsummer fart. Oh, dude, what you ever see the movie Midsummer? Uh-uh. Uh, Tim and I so went I to go see it. see it when it came out. Wait, did we tell us before? Oh, we'll tell it to Matt. It yeah, the theater was fucking packed. We saw it like it might have been the first night it came out. Um, and we were sitting in the front row, and there's there's a part where one of the characters says to another, I think he's holding a candle to her nose, and he says, here, smell this, and Tim ripped a squeaker. <laughs> How the theater react? It was it, it was it was a white theater, so they just tried to pretend like nothing was happening. Oh, but man, like, t- I, I felt like I had steam coming out my ears because I was trying to stifle <laughs> laughter so hard. Oh, my God. But dude. it was like like that that fart was sent from heaven. That's something I, I do will say on record that I, I, I get disappointed in white people for just letting a fart go. In yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to acknowledge it. Oh, my God. Dude, th- Tim, like that thing, like that's going to be one of the things like when I'm on my deathbed, like I think my, my wife and kids will probably think like I'm recounting memories of them. But like I'm thinking about you farting during midsummer. Same here, buddy. That's going to be our connection. We're probably yeah. going to die at the same time now, both thinking about that. Sharing a fart like that, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like, he was laughing when he went. I'm yeah. thinking about that fart in the movie theater. <laughs> the part of your eulogy. Like, <laughs> do you ever get a little bit of the movie theater laugh around you? Like, did you ever crush? Did ever kill? Yeah, you ever yeah. crush something at the movie theater? Yeah, it's pretty fun, man. I've thrown some stuff out there, got people to laugh, and it's like, oh, that feels good, dude. Uh, the first thing that came to mind. Remember when we went to go see Hateful Eight? Yeah. Um, Mike said the N word really loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Movie theater's like, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh <clears throat> It was um, they they had a, you ever see Hateful Eight the Quentin Tarantino movie? Mm-mm. Well, at a, right before the intermission, there's a part where Samuel L. Jackson gets his dick sucked by his former slave owner, and uh, he said he was begging for a blanket, and I told him he could have one if he sucked my dick, and I never gave him the blanket. And then it went to intermission, and I yelled out, "Anybody got a blanket?" <laughs> <laughs> people got. People started laughing. A few, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. One thing, Mike is undefeated at starting the clap at the end of a, on the credits. That's my thing, man. Do you really? When when a movie ends, I want to be the first one to start the clap. That's pretty good. I Nails normally it. get it. Nails it every time. Yeah. Never seen it miss. We go yeah, to movies together all the time. Takes a lot too. Yeah. Chuck the clap out there. Yeah. I, I mean, oftentimes I'm the only one doing it, but you know. Whatever. Yeah. Have, yeah, stick to it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. What's the simple pleasure you have? Dude, right now, my my simple... So I've been uh, <clears throat> getting real into, like, designating a space in my house and making it, like, my total 100% undisturbed comfy spot. Yeah. Where it's like I have a space on my couch now where I was sitting there. I'm sitting there with my wife, and we'll... Like, we were watching, I think, his Dark Materials, which I, I got way more into that than I thought I would. But I would sit and watch that at the end of every night, and I get I have like a little area that I've been trying to work on expanding, where it's mm-hmm. like trying to work make like my basement. I have that's like my little mm-hmm. nook. So I'm getting real into like making spots hallowed. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, being like, no, this is like I feel You're making forts in your house. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I'm making like psychic forts. Wow. Yeah. Where I'm like this in this space. Totally fucking yeah. cool. No one come between these two kitchen chairs with a blanket between them. Yeah. This is my spot. That's why I'm having a kid, so yeah. I can complete the fort. Hell yeah. yeah. So I can be like, all right, finally, let's put some fucking blankets You know what? My favorite, uh, you know, 
do you guys ever, Mike, do you ever get into this? Matt, hopefully you get into this. My favorite game to play with the kids is uh, I'll like shove one of them and then I'll get on the floor under a blanket and they'll just attack me with jumps. They'll just try jump moves on me. <laughs> I do that with my dogs. With that? Yeah, I do that with my dogs. Yeah, okay. If you get under a blanket, dogs freak the fuck out. They're like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, so Fritz comes off the off the couch and he, he'll just jump onto me as hard as he can. That's so funny. And it's so funny. And he'll bounce off of me and do a flip and hit his head on something, but he's laughing. It's the fucking <laughs> oh best. Oh my God, dude. that's so fucking Yeah, funny. you get rowdy. That's yeah. That seems awesome. And then one of the older baby. kids will like take a cheap shot and hit you in the balls. And you're like, stop, stop! I said, don't <laughs> do that. Stop it, <laughs> dude. I had a scream at my son last week for a punch. He punched me in the balls. Has he been after your balls for a while? No, and that's why it really caught me off guard. Is we were. Um, that's how Houdini died. <laughs> dude he he's like my son's like Sorry always to ask you this, i know somebody whose son no, it, was, yeah, mikey, him in the yeah, it was mikey he used to yeah oh he used to nuts he's on he video sniper. yeah he, he would get me oh, sucks, dude. <laughs> but dude he came like uh he's been asking me to like rub his back a lot lately and like he has all these fucking knots and um i was like dude like i think like the games you play like might be stressing you out because like I'll, I'll hear him raging and like tell him to turn the shit off yeah so I was like, dude, don't play Fortnite. The rest of this week, you're not playing Fortnite. And he was like, okay. And then he was like sitting right next to me, and he just like hammer fisted me in the balls. <laughs> and like instinctively, I just said, why the fuck would you do that? He's like, because you said I was raging. And I was like, dude, get the fuck away from me right now. Yeah, been there. And then I had to have the conversation with him like, dude, you can't do that ever. Yeah. But man, you just, good? dude, it was just. Silence and then a fucking hammer fist to the balls, man. You know, girls never do it. No, My daughter's don't. never done it. Yeah, and she tries like really painful shit. She's never once tried to like hit me in the balls. My really? son, my son, like it's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. Well, there's also all that weird Freudian stuff where they get to that age where like they think they're in competition. They want to destroy your genitalia. Yeah. They destroy yeah. your genitalia. <laughs> so he went for one dude. last crack. Yeah. He's like, this might be the one. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm going to send him a text saying, like, dude, I'm going to destroy your genitals. <laughs> Watch out. I feel like they always do that in the pool too, man. Like that's one thing I don't miss about having little kids is like trying to like teach a little kid how to swim. Yeah. They just want to step on you because they just, you know, don't yeah. feel secure. And it's just, you know, kids' feet and hands are just magnets for balls. <laughs> Uh, Dan Schneider actually wrote that line from Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Something about <laughs> Yeah, man, that, that would piss me off immensely. Yeah. My wife hits me in the balls all the time, inadvertently to the point where I've I've told her like I think you're doing this on purpose. I don't know why. <laughs> I've been playing a Dude. really dangerous game with Mary Jo. We were trying to see who could we've been slapping each other. <laughs> oh, that's a cool game. <laughs> we've been slap boxing with my wife around the that's house. Awesome. I would like to do that. Yeah, and I know that I can't go past a certain point. And she knows that she can go 100%. Mm. So it's it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I'm going to have to have, like, stop, stop, stop. I told you, stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so hard. Yeah. And you get pissed. Yeah. The and there's no chance that I'm going to cross the, I'm not, I'm not going to go over the limit with her. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for that to happen. But it's pretty fun in the meantime. Yeah, I don't know man. if I could do that. I, I, it's a very athletic game to play with your wife. <sighs> I don't I like getting hit in the face, man. If I get hit in the face, I feel like thing, even if it's playing, like, yeah, I don't know if I have the um, the skills to turn that it's off. Like, it's like goofing around with an ad- adrenaline spike. <sighs> yeah, because you do you even playing around. You do not want to be slapped in the face. It's not funny. I would do it with a friend, but I would just be scared to do it with a with a lady. No, I wouldn't do it with a friend because I know it would escalate. 
It always because, does. Because yeah, I, I not even like I wouldn't even get angry, but I would be like, it would be super fucking funny if I power bombed my smaller <laughs> friend right now, dude. Anytime, <laughs> like, like, dude, I got a fucking bag for it. Like I would drive <laughs> the emergency room, dude. Anytime, like, one of your kid buddies is like, yo, you want a slap box? It's essentially like saying, hey, you want a fist fight in forty five seconds? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't really get into wrestling because it's like. I'll either I'll get hit in the nuts or it's like especially with with my wife it's like something's gonna happen where she's gonna like either hit me too hard that'll piss me off or there's a chance that I'll do something and like just like twist yeah. her wrist or something yeah. like yeah I can't I, that is, yeah. that's an example that's definitely also it's, it is nice to let them see what you're capable of yeah dude I, I love hurting my wife now yeah and then they turn into a soccer player they, they throw themselves <laughs> on the ground they're yeah. like holding their knee like ah. Uh, yeah. Waiting for someone to intervene. No, dude. Have you, have you hit her with your speed a little bit? Is she oh yeah, because she because she does jujitsu. So like, oh okay. I, I, I train at home with her a lot, and gotcha. I always try to get matched with her. So every once in a while, I'll flash something at her, and she'll be like, "Stop!" She starts screaming, "Like stop it! I told you not to!" Like she just gets weirded out by weirded out by how fast I can move. Dude, I love being able to hurt my wife now because <laughs> because she is. I don't know if she still is, but for a long time, she was. She's a very strong person. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't know how to fucking do anything, like there were times where like we would wrestle and she would overpower me. It was embarrassing. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then like w- once That's I started, awesome. dude, once I started to get better at jujitsu, it was like, all right, I-, I know if it reaches a certain point, like I could turn this really quick. And I think that might've actually been a turning point in our relationship. That's good. Yeah. When he finally overpowered his wife. Yeah. <laughs> dude, if your wife can physically, over- first of all, they can beat the fuck out of you forever. And yeah. No one will know. Yeah. That's allowed. Oh, for sure. So we, it's like allowed by a loophole. Like women can beat the shit out of men. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They can hit you because you're not going to say anything. Yeah. But if they could wrestle you down, it's like, oh, man. Yeah, she has um, her and uh, my middle daughter. Like they both have the strength of like retards with a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> the activated like, by the grudge. Yeah, dude. Like, that was actually another sick boy band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, like the kind of strength, like where they just got fired as Walmart greeters. Oh my god! Like, oh man! <laughs> Damn, dude, that must go just quick turn to the darkness. So yeah. You get fired from Walmart. Greeters. If you're uh if you have like a corny wife who isn't into like horse horse play, mm-hmm. she's not into horsing around. Mm-hmm. One thing that you can do to kind of let her know like what what the dominance hierarchy looks like in your household. We I invented a game with my wife called um, Obstacle Corpse. And the object, the point of the game is that the husband pretends to have been killed by the wife, and you go completely limp on like a couch or a piece of furniture. And it's the wife's job to get your body with no assistance from that spot to like the closest door. Damn, and it's a great idea. I don't know, just ha- maybe it just has something to do with my uh, my wife and I size difference. I'm like 100, 100 pounds heavier than her. She she learned very quickly. That it's like, oh, this is okay. She can't even physically budge your inert body. Yeah, let's say yeah, let's say you it's catch tight. me unawares in the night and you kill me in a very dishonorable, cowardly way. Yeah, it's it's over for you because you can't do anything after that. Playing playing a little bit of friendly bobbit would be cool too. They can get a plastic <laughs> knife to your bird. Oh no, that would be pretty tight. <laughs> like they, a Cambodian martial arts school. <laughs> they can touch put, your bird. With a put plastic ink knife. on the knife, and all she has to do is transfer the ink to your bird. It's Ooh. like that's a kill. That's a bird kill. <laughs> Damn. That'd be wild. Oh, man. Well, uh, dude, we're at an hour 57. Damn. All right, man. Yeah. Jesus Damn. Christ. Yeah. Time flies when you're in here, Matt. Dude. The I definition the of playing too much. As soon as I get a call, I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, I, give us the signal. 
Dude, I, I I have to avoid having you on too much, like I said, dude, because I every week I'd be like, Matt, can you come hang yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, please. It's it's our it's this is the best. Love cast. Every every time you've been on, it feels like fucking Christmas. It's dude, it's a blast. Thank you. I, so every much. time yeah. I come do this, I'm like, oh yes, yes, yes. Dude, you, oh, you honor us, dude. Wow. Yes. It's it also is. so fun just doing someone else's podcast. So I can just show up and be like, what are we doing? I don't know. This, this does seem identical to doing your podcast. <laughs> it's just a fuck around, dude. This does not feel. Di- oh man. That's it. We are. We haven't. We haven't changed the formula enough. What are you talking about? Dude. Where are dude? We're too. It's too close to the source. No, we it's gotta, dude. No fucking way, dude. It's too similar, dude. No, no, no. no. It's, no it's first of fun. all, no. This is a podcast or just people no, it's bullshitting. Fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. But no, no I want to get into talking programs dude. too. But well, we're at two hours. Let's. Yeah. Why don't we uh, set a date for like a couple months from now? Let's and, do it. Talk. We'll match up some programs. Oh, you know, it'd be cool to like. You're gonna be a dad. By then, and it's like, dude, it's like your initiation to the gang. That'd be tight. Oh my god, dude! Uh, on the way out, how how is your program going? You know what? No, we're gonna do a Patreon soon in the next couple weeks. Let's we'll do, do that. Yeah, we just did All a pro. Right. Oh, perfect. We last night we just uploaded an update to the fucking program saga, the program chapter three vision boards. This was part of the original process that we did with Matt and fucking Spud at the yep. beginning of the year where we set our goals. Uh, it's over on the Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash dadmeetcast. Dadmeetpodcast? Uh, it's on our Twitter. I think you just Google Patreon dadmeet too. It'll pop up. Yeah. Uh, the, if you're not familiar already, we did uh, a fucking barn burner marathon episode a couple months back called The Program where we kind of like laid out the whole point of you know what we're doing where we... We're fucking fat gay losers, and we're okay with that, but we still want to do better. Dude, everything everything was spoken into a plan. Oh, the, actually, the episode, the program is free on our Patreon, if you go over there. Um, follow us on Twitter, at DabMeatCast, and uh, there's a link in the bio. Um, but yeah, we sat down with Matt. We went through this whole fucking goal-setting process. Part of it at the end was creating vision boards, and uh, last night, me and Mike sat down for an hour on video and uh, put our vision boards together earnestly. It's fun, dude. Yeah, I actually is. really enjoyed yeah. making one. You made one, right? Yeah. I made a word. I made it like a word document. Uh, you were asking me for a picture from the, um, yep. the time we went to Fogo de Chao. Mm-hmm. Did you use that? Yeah. I used it too. It's all my dogs, dude, on the thing. It was awesome. <laughs> Bro, our vision boards are connected. Fuck. Dude, I, I I will never forget the way Del Collar was dressed that night. Fuck, man. <laughs> Fuck, that picture was so funny. It's on my Instagram. Dude, right? uh, Chip Chantry said uh, Del Calo looks like he was kicked off road rules, but he never left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locking him down for next week. I want to get him on. Dude, he's week. the man. Del Calo would be wonderful. He's yes. so fucking funny, dude. All right. Fuck yeah. Matt, thank you again for everything, oh, yeah, dude. dude. Matt, when is the baby due? March 1st. Oh, dude. Right around the corner. March 1st. Yeah. I'm so happy for it, dude. It's Very the best, man. I'm, I'm excited as fuck. And my mom's be... here too right now, so it's like. Oh, my God. We got a triangle going, which is perfect. God damn. I can just be the outsider and my there you go. Well, the triangle's been going with the baby the whole time. You just don't realize it. True. Yeah. True. I have been the outsider the whole time. Do you put like it headphones? Do you put uh, headphones on, on your baby's belly and uh, let the baby listen to the cast? I should, dude. Yeah, no, yeah dude, that'd be, be like, great. Do not listen. Play, <laughs> play chuggo for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby will come out swinging. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, man. I can't wait. Fuck you. Yeah. All right, be an awesome dad, dude. I'm so excited for you. Thank you, bro. Yeah, you, you seem especially suited for giving uh, someone a sick life. Thank you, man. And you know what's Appreciate nice, that. too, is like, <laughs> like there's there's actually, like, you you being so excited for your baby coming, like, your baby will get to hear this, like, someday. 
True. And like, just imagine being able to hear your dad speak about being excited for your being excited for your arrival, and also talking about farts and cum. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> dude, I yeah. think about that all the time. Of like the digital footprint I leave, and like uh-huh. when people get into like that. And ancestries dot com is going to come now with like all social media, all this, and dude, like. My great-great-grandchildren listening to this, that fucking makes me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> I'm just being like, what the fuck? What a fucking idiot. Because they're going to hear their grandpa fart. <laughs> I just hope, like, it, I just wish, like, they go through, like, the heights of success, and then they're like, well, what would your grandfather do? And people can look it up. And like, what yeah. a fucking <laughs> moron. Like, our grandpops, like, we have to look at pictures of them, like, coming back from the war, like, yeah. looking dapper, and it's just, like, us farting and laughing for five minutes. <laughs> I, I just sell subs. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when uh, Beto O'Rourke came out? He was like, our ancestry.com revealed that uh, our family generations ago did have slaves. Like, in the future, it's going to be like, my great great we found out that my great great grandfather was canceled online. <laughs> um, we're coming to grips with this. And... Turned out he had a podcast. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> wow, you know, it's just... he had a bit about retards getting fired from Walmart. That's going to be like slave money. You find out your great great grandfather had podcast money. They're like, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Podcasts are the new plantations. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Love you, dogs. <laughs>